0: Love Talk Radio. Welcome to the fifth anniversary. This is Austin Theory, and you're listening to Wrestlecast Radio all day.
1: Hey, hello to all my friends of Wrestlecast Radio. This is Flip Gordon, and I'm very excited to introduce you Radio. to one of my favorite. Wrestling radio shows. Hey, what's up guys from Wrestlecast Radio? This is Humberto Carrillo, WWE Superstar. You are listening to Wrestlecast Radio. El Latino está en la
2: casa, baby. Welcome to Wrestlecast Radio.
0: Hello there. This is the
2: aerial
1: assassin, Will Osprey, coming from you live from the Tokyo Dome in Japan. And you are listening to Wrestlecast Radio. What's going on? This is the man of the hour, Leo Rush. The 24-year-old piece of gold himself, and you are officially listening to Russell
0: Cast Radio. Down, get down. Uh,
1: shit. Time to get down, y'all.
2: Time to get down get funky with your boy, Two Scorpio. Get ready to open up this show live right here on the WrestleCast Radio. That's right. So if y'all already don't know, now you know. This is your boy, Two and I'm ready to get funky. So everybody out there, turn it up. Let's do this. This is WrestleCast Radio.
0: here with my
2: 222 like that shit I had to play the Yamato after uh, uh, Alex I went and uh, I bought um, like $150 worth of new hair product for my luxurious long hair and Wow uh, $150 and and like six different facial creams and serums and eye things and and all this stuff
1: okay and I
2: started to start to do that and started uh started hitting the weights again and i was like man i'm gonna set myself up here a little bit as we enter quarter number four and for that reason i was like man if i want to feel good i should just listen to some yamato
1: i 100 percent agree i co-sign on that uh wholeheartedly man uh especially you know like you said you're hitting the weights again don't forget uh repsports.com <laughs> r-e-p-p-sports.com <laughs> they got the way back in sir they have my like my favoritest thing that they uh that they do their whey protein uh it's brand new i've been utilizing about two cycles worth and i have definitely noticed some nice gains here been eating a lot went went on a hiking trip uh a few weeks ago out in uh, hot spring south dakota and estes park colorado uh, where we hiked, uh, but I also ate a lot of shit, and by shit I mean <laughs> delicious barbecue back to back to back days and bags
0: and yeah. bags and bags of chips.
1: Uh, so I definitely uh, have been a little slouch, but I feel good, you know, not, nothing too crazy, um, but uh, definitely hitting those uh, the gym, the weights, and uh, definitely some mass caps over again at repsports.com. Uh, don't let the plateau be your plateau. Build and break through it. Save fifteen percent off your order by using. The promo code or coupon code Wrestlecast. That's Wrestle C A S T at checkout to save fifteen percent off. Also, they got twenty percent off uh, all their powders this week. So the pre-workout stuff, um, their post-workout stuff, which I really enjoy, um, and and yeah, go check it out, Ryan and <laughs> <the> listeners. <laughs> it's, it's helped. I've, you- I've been. I mean, I'm living proof. I'm I'm definitely going to put some pictures up, but I've been utilizing uh, this stuff consistently, uh, unlike uh, I've been doing on the radio show Uh, here at Russell Caz Radio, but uh, definitely been more consistent at the gym and utilizing the rep sports stuff. Uh, So definitely I I highly recommend uh, for about 14 months now. That's that's because you already look like Nero as it is now. I know it's pretty every, tight. I'm not gonna lie. Every, every
2: time you just show up on you show up at the my uh, patio door, I just hear, Hah! you know that horn.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> start so doing the
1: stuff.
0: You come out. I even you cut stouts. my hair like him. Ah!
2: And then my you, you got the neighbor is. in the
1: camel clutch. Oh man, you got the ladies <laughs> in the camel clutch.
2: Hey. My, my my my! It's been about ten weeks, I think, since we've done this.
1: Oh, uh, last time yeah, we were we, we, June we busted 25th. through what a Forbidden Door, uh, a G1 tournament, an N1 tournament, the King of Gate tournament, uh, a Summer Slam or two, uh, and I believe we were all in uh, five years after the uh, inaugural <laughs> All In event where Russell Cast Radio and Strong Style Media was fully represented. At the very first one out in the Hoffman Estates area outside of Chicago, Illinois, of course, at that fantastic event that led to All Elite Wrestling, Ryan. But yeah, it's been a minute.
2: <laughs> we are uh, we're seven days away from from Walter Günther hopefully breaking a uh, Tonk's record unless he loses on Saturday.
1: Monday. Pretty excited about that. Oh, it's is it on Monday? I thought it was on paper. Yeah, they're they're hyping it. They said we're, they're they're going to do it on a Monday to make it a a big holiday. Oh, marquee no. he's matchup. Gonna
0: he's going to lose. I think he's going to
1: lose. Oh yeah. no! But why not Gable? How cool of it? Because it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt Gunther at all, or AKA Walter. Um, I, I, I think it'll it'll be effective. You
2: know, who why should not be Gable? Looks so great who gable, oh. nothing against gable i and i know this isn't even a slight at gable but this is a how you prove that you really do understand long-term booking and you, and and to make a new make a star that you've already kind of made they mm. should have ilya dragunov come up and beat him
1: oh the history that's perfect yeah yep. that is perfect i mean yeah that, that's something you could even do at survivor series that that chicago mm-hmm. crowd would eat that up or you know build pete dunn back up you know have him win the heritage cup uh and then maybe he's the one to later the throne yep no butch just pete dunn i just i re-
2: i just don't want i just don't want him to not break that record
1: yeah i i agree i mean like you said nothing against gable uh, a fantastic uh couple of times they've they've kind of encountered each other within the last month and uh of course his count out victory against uh gunther Uh, fantastic all around from the matchup itself to uh, Gunther's surprise (laughs) uh, reaction to the L there, uh, his first loss in a while, albeit a count out. But it's still a very cool moment where, again, you know, it was just that feel-good moment that, that, you know, wrestling, you know, kind of needed after, you know, some some crazy stuff that was known as SummerSlam. Of course, that was before the unfortunate passings of uh, definitely one legend and, and one legend in the making, but definitely considered one now through his creativity. Ryan, last week, uh, last Wednesday, we lost Terry Funk at the age of 79. Very, very hard loss. We knew he had some health issues over the last, you know, year or so, uh, you know, through various various wrestling legends or reporters. Um, and we got the news that he passed away Uh very hard, but, you know, it's it's unfortunate the cowboy had to ride into the sunsets, uh, you know, because his horse was sick, or he was in a roadhouse or two, uh, or he was just, you know, <laughs> trying to jump into a dumpster or chainsaw his way out of a wooden box to make his debut on a Monday Night Raw, I believe. Um, but uh, Terry Funk, of course, the famous a Funk family. Um out there in texas west texas uh from the ecw you know barely legal events to so many classic ventures you know in the territories i mean with the likes of dusty Rhodes and and rick flair and your harley races and of course where you're going to talk about i'm sure ryan is japan presence a legend in japan and and explain to the audience
2: yeah, all Japan. Him and then, uh, Dory. Wow. Uh, fa- you know, if you want a big famous one, 1981 All Japan Real World Tag League Finals. Dory and Terry Funk against Abdullah and the original Sheik, I believe it was. I, I don't think it was Abdullah oh, and
0: Brody. Um, was
2: there a
1: lot of fireballs?
2: <laughs> and, you know, the people loved the Funks over there. And they they were back there working when you know they were working against anoki and baba before uh you know back when it was like jwp or jpw or whatever it was
1: <laughs> okay japan
2: pro wrestling i can't remember that 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 one i, I couldn't tell you the was on but he was they were wrestling against anoki and baba before those two left that company and started wow. all japan and new japan so i mean these you know these guys had been over in japan before you know those two companies even began in 1974 and
0: 1972,
2: or 1972 for both of them,
0: I should say. Yeah.
2: Um, you know this was I think like late late 60s maybe, very very early 70s. You know, so they always had a lot of that stuff. Um, everywhere Terry Funk went, I think, I think for the people who are more current and don't know about Terry Funk. He was what Jer- Chris Jericho is now. When people talk about how hmm. Chris Jericho is the most influential person at being able to change his character and adapt and stay relevant, Terry Funk was, I think, where Jericho got those ideas from. Because, yeah. you know, you look at, you know, you look at his, he's in his 40s or 50s and he started doing moonsaults for the first time,
1: <laughs> you know, just cause people were doing, um, and he was adapting to the styles. I mean, like he did, like you said, in every place that he went, every decade, he transcended you know, he, what the style was. And then what it could be
2: the, you know, the late, he, he started doing more of the single stuff and he, you look at the late seventies, I think it was 1979. I should probably pull up a, a Wikipedia to just kind of fact check what I'm talking about because I might be off on these years, but whatever, shoot me, I guess. But um <laughs> I'm just going to go off of memory. Fuck it, I don't even care. Uh, people could get the years if they're wrong, but I think it was 1979. He won the uh, NWA World Title, held it for about 400 some days until 1981 before losing it to Harley Race. And the only re- hmm. reason he lost it to Harley Race is at the time his wife, who was still his wife that died about four or five years ago that kind of started his decline in life. She left mm-hmm. him and said, "I can't live. With, I can't be with you because you're never home. This this NWA schedule is so grueling." And he went to you know the promoters and everything and said, "Hey, I I don't want to be champion anymore. I want to fix my marriage." And that's the reason he's only a one time NWA world champion. It's the reason he dropped the belt suddenly to. To Harley, which then Harley's then brought you know gave it to Rick at Starrcade '83. Um, Uh,
1: 1975 is 75. uh, Okay. Terry Funk defeated Jack briscoe Yep. Yep. 14 month title reign. Yep.
2: So I knew I knew the longevity. I just said the years wrong. So thank you. Yeah. Because then he dropped it. Did he drop it to Harley?
1: Yes, he did. Yeah. Okay,
2: so so that's a thought. So, but he, he was Handsome more so. Handsome Harley him.
1: race at that time, by the way. And that's so awesome.
2: <laughs> Very young Harley.
1: But uh, it's crazy. Have you seen the match against Baba? That was one of the uh, defenses uh, with the NWA title. That's insane to me. That's cool. That's and, and that
2: was a lot of those things where I don't know if they recognize them all, but you would have a person would go over on a tour with the NWA title, mm-hmm. and the first show there they would drop the title to Baba. And, you know, Bob would kind of give it the, you know, how long are you here for? Oh, I'm here for two weeks. Okay. Well, when we run the show on day, the, the day before you leave, then I'll drop it back to you. And that was kind of what nice. they always did with Bob out there. Because then, you know, you get the draw and you get the people. I believe they did it yep. a lot with Cologne in Puerto Rico. And I just think a lot of them just never got
1: recognized. Wait, Carlos Cologne put someone over? That's not Snickers, you know, <laughs> evidence?
2: <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, and uh, so, you know, he did all that, and then he ended up going to work with Vince, to which, mm-hmm. um, you know, Dory Funk and Vince, who probably thought Dory was a pussy name, changed his name to Haas Funk, which is the <laughs> only thing I can, I can assume by that. And then they put a third person with him who I can't recall
0: who Jimmy the Jack? Person was.
2: Yeah, who was Jimmy Jack? I should know this.
1: Um, uh, he was just known as the assassin before that.
0: Hmm.
2: Okay. Maybe it was just, okay. Uh, but then, so he was kind of like a, a fall guy, pin taker. And then they were there for a while and they were doing stuff with a lot of the, the teams. And then when they finally lost at WrestleMania two, I think it was like beefcake and Valentine or Wyndham and Rotunda or something. Or I'm just, or the killer bees maybe it was.
1: Was that who it was? WrestleMania two killer bees? Uh, JYD and Tito Santana.
2: JYD and Tito said Two good hands, two good hands. So they lost oh, to yeah. you know a face face tag team and, and then it was on their
1: way out. So Holy shit, he had writing matches on the, against Hogan, huh?
2: Yeah, he so that was the other thing too, is he he would he did all the the house show loops. So if you remember Saturday night's main event back in the day, they would do the house mm-hmm. show loop and then when they were done doing the house show loop with Hogan versus X, they would main event Saturday night's main event, and that was the conclusion of the feud. Then the next leg of the the, the four-month road trip would be Hogan versus Y. And then when they were done with that loop, Y would lose to Hogan on Saturday night's main event. So that way there was always a conclusion to what people would go to the house shows and see. And, you know, they lost to WrestleMania two. He just got done doing the loop with Hogan. He lost to him or put him over on, on the main event, Andre, we knew what was the next thing coming. So he tells Vince that he needs to leave WWE because he's, he's going to stop wrestling. And he said, mm. because my horse is sick. <laughs> and Vince probably knew that was a crock of shit. but was just like, all right, whatever.
0: And let him leave. <laughs> and uh,
2: there's, a, there's a funny story that I don't know if it's true or not. Um, but it's gone through lore that when they brought him back and Vince didn't want him to be seen as Terry Funk because they wanted to kind of have the new character. And that's why chainsaw Charlie was a thing. The first day back, he asked him how the horse was. (laughs)
1: Oh oh my God. (laughs) So I don't know if that's a for
2: sure thing, but I believe that was a, a real thing. But so he goes back and works, works more stuff. Uh, you know, I this is where I kind of don't know a lot because I didn't watch a lot of the stuff with Lawler, which I think was next with him, because um, I never got to see Continental or Memphis and shit like that. But what I will tell you, um, for me at least, and this is you know, because I don't know, you probably know the, you can do the attitude talk better than I can, and you know, if you want to talk ECW or I can, but. Because mm-hmm. I think those two things are really important. And and obviously there's one other Japan thing I want to talk about real quick. But my favorite Terry Funk match and moment was he, he goes back to the NWA and he's doing commentary. And after um, they finished the trilogy with, with Steamboat and Flair, he gets in the ring to interview Flair and he's, you know, Rick, I really love a title shot. And Flair's, you know, hey, there's the... You know, there's this top ten list and we gotta go in that kind of an order, you know, and you know, maybe if you get some wins you could be in that list. He's like, I don't think you know, I really want a title shot and you know, and he finally snaps and that's when he gives Ric Flair in nineteen eighty nine a pile driver on a table which nobody had ever seen.
0: Which oh. then Flair
2: is gone, he's got the broken neck. And that was when Flair left for a while and then Funk started wrestling. And he, he wrestled like a young Eddie Guerrero and, and had a hell of a match with them. And he's talking, you know, and he does enough where he wins. But he's talking about the top 10 again. And finally, Flair comes back. And that's where we get the, you know, the, the infamous Flair-Funk-I-Quit match, which um, mm-hmm. I think is my favorite Terry Funk match of all time. I think it's a top five Flair match for me at all time, And that was, I think, at the New York Knockout Clash of Champions show yep. was that match. But I will never forget, there's a, there's a spot during the match where he he picks up Funk and he crotches him over the guardrail. And while he's sitting there, he gives him the hardest fucking chop I've <laughs> ever heard or will have ever heard in my entire I don't care what Walter does. I've <sighs> never seen somebody get chopped so hard. And Funk just sat there and went, ooh, in just agony because of how hard Flair hit him. But I mean, this oh, is wow. something we had never seen before. You know, I'm six years old watching Flair grab his freaking ankles and get piled, and then he gives him the pile driver again. And that was part of the reason I think I went to that NWA route so heavy, because I was like, "Oh my God, this is you know, <laughs> I'm loving this. This isn't watching. We're not having to watch Power and Glory. No offense to FTR, who does <laughs> Power and Glory's finisher, which I don't know how many people realize." I mean um, it's
1: it's a shame. Um, I mean I would say when it comes to Terry Funk, I mean, of course all the clips and everything that I've seen, you know, kind of as that I mean I watched wrestling probably I started, you know, ninety, ninety one heavily. Hold on. Sorry, excuse me. Um, that that I probably started watching heavily from like ninety three on. Um mm-hmm. so funk for me. You know, it was like a random like WCW spot or like a Clash of Champion that I would randomly watch, you know, not knowing the importance of Terry Funk. But like you (laughs) said, as I get older and then the Attitude Era kicks in and he comes in, you know, as Chainsaw Charlie. But, you know, of course, through friends, through resources, you kind of know Terry Funk through Japan Deathmatch Wrestling. Uh, VHS tapes, you kind of know who Terry Funk is and you learn. And then, of course, like you said, ECW, you know, the old like Todd Gordon, you know, Eastern Championship Wrestling. Like I remember when they would have like your your Tito Santana's, uh, your Terry Funk's kind of the older wrestlers, World you know, kind of coming in. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, Shane Douglas just tipping it on its head and, you know, then becoming Extreme Championship Wrestling. And you know, kind of, you know, the the first ever pay per view that that company holds, barely legal. You know, it's it's the triple threat match. You know, for for the uh, ECW World Heavyweight Championship. So, you know, like, you know, he's your champion. You know, beating Raven and then Sam Man and Steve Richards in that triple threat match, and yeah, it's just it's nuts. And and then you know, again, just the stuff with the New Age Outlaws. You know, with with him and Cactus. And then him, you know, in the Hell in a Cell, you know, Foley gets choke slammed out of his shoes. Or no, Funk gets chokeslammed out of his yep. shoes. Yep. And, you know, it's so many other things, you know, Mick, Mick, cut me, you know, he's stuck in a barbed wire, you know, in a hardcore match at a one night stand and just so many different moments, but... What helped me learn more and respect Terry Funk because again I was more the latter part of his his career watching him in, you know live was uh, Beyond the Map, the documentary that showcases Terry Funk. He is one of the prime primary stories in that wonderful documentary, and seeing that in a you know in our hometown theater, I still remember I was like. I called Dave, I was like, uh, I think we're getting beyond the mat in Park Forest, Illinois. Uh, we're going to go see this as many times as we're allowed to at like 16 or 15 years old or whatever, 16 <laughs> years old. And we did. We saw him multiple times and, and, you know, learning his story. And the retirement, you know, and the joke of here's another Terry Funk retirement. What was it, like 27 times he retired? Uh, but, yeah. you know, he, he just was just a love of the sport of professional wrestling, you know, again, him and his brother, Dory, you know, just generational talents that were shoot wrestlers. And, you know, again, he ventures into Hollywood. Um, you know, he gets the, uh, the okay from, from Sly Stallone and and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, just, just kind of knowing the admiration and, and how many people that he helped along the way and just that era of wrestling, I don't know if we'll ever get it back. And, you know, with that generation losing so many of their own, that's why it was hard when the day after, who was it? Demetrius that texted us. And I remember I, for some reason, went to Google and it showed something from uh, the late uh, Luke Harper, Brody Lee, um, from his wife, and it said, heartbroken. And it was pictures of, you know, Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper uh together and separate and then that's when I read Demetrius' text and I'm like, What? And I quickly typed Bray Wyatt and Yeah, Wyndham Rotunda, thirty six years old.
0: No,
2: be, before Heart we attack. go too far before we go too um I I still got one more thing with Funk I wanted to bring up. Yes, yes. Um, not to not to jump back but I I I I still wanted to jump grab this. I was because this this was before Attitude Eris. This was the last thing I had. It was kind of my chronological with it. Um, but I think one of the most notable things that people talk about is uh, May 5th, 1993, uh, there's this man named Atsushi Anita who started FMW, which gave yes. us the likes of Hayabusa, Masato Tanaka, the Gladiator Mike Awesome, you know, so on and so forth. They ran Kawasaki Stadium in Kanagawa, Japan, 41,000 plus. In the building for it, wow. and it was the no rope, barbed wire, current blast, super large time bomb death match between Atsushi Onita and Terry Funk. And now, now mind you, this is 1993, so this isn't like as old as it it may seem. I mean, it's still old, but a lot of people I think incorporate this to be older than it was when this was after Flair Funk. This was. This was three years before Chainsaw Charlie only.
0: Yeah. So, I mean,
2: that's how, like, close this was to this. But you look back at this card they put together, and your opening match was none other than Aji Ozaki, who was Hayabusa, um, working working a guy named Koji Nakagawa. So, ironically, Hayabusa opened the show, but you you go down some of the names on this list – um sabu and the Sheik, his uncle defeated dr hannibal and dr luther uh dr hannibal was steve, uh, steve gillespie from uh the old calgary days so you know dr luther 20 years later still in a, is an AEW now so like this dude literally was a big deal like he like people say he was back then where now we just don't know that but you know sasuke worked this show um We had an awesome women's match with uh, Combat Toyota and Megumi Kudo with uh, Minami Toyota and Toshio Yamada. There was a Loser Leaves Town No Rope Barbed Wire Tag Team Tornado Captains Fall Elimination Street Fight. (laughs) Which uh, the team of... One more time for
1: those in the back.
2: (laughs) Loser Leaves Town No Rope Barbed Wire Tag Team Tornado Captains Fall Elimination Street Fight. I love
0: it. Um...
2: Big Titan got the first pinfall over Akatsuji Ueda. Uh, Big Titan, for those that don't know, was Rick Titan or the fake Razor Ramon is how a lot of people would know him too. Ah. Um, he, and then Tarzan Goto from the other side eliminated him. And then lastly, Ricky Fuji, who was part of Team Canada with Big Titan. And then Mike Awesome was on that team. I got the final fall. But the semi event that people don't really talk about is a guy named Grigory Verachev was a, they called it different style fights where they were like MMA fights. But he fought uh, Leon Spinks, the heavyweight boxer. <laughs> boxer?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: on the show.
1: That's tight.
2: And he defeated him in the third round. So they have Leon Spinks job to the guy, which is great. But then you had Atsushi Onita defeated Terry Funk in the very memorable. He he just destroys Funk with a he hits him with something I can't remember what it is. And Funk is laid out, and the sirens start going, and the people are frantic, and Onita's realizing what's going to happen. And this is one of the things where if if you haven't watched this match before, Alex, or anybody listening hasn't watched this, it's a 12-minute match. It's not going to take a lot of your time. But this is like when people people talked about war and romance, or wrestling and romance, Mm -hmm. the war company that Jericho and Gato and and all are from, that's where Onita was, too, before he started FMW. And this is the epitome of wrestling and romance, where Onita is sitting there. And he's getting ready to win. The sirens are going off. And he's like, yeah. And he, and he kind of stops and he looks at Terry. And he's like, hey, Terry, Terry, you might want to get up. Terry, you're going to die if you don't get up. Hey, man. And then the sirens are going quicker and louder. And now his respect for Terry Funk and his, his care for the guy and the, how much he's went through with the guy starts really taking a toll. And now he's shaking him and he's trying to wake him up. And he's, the, the people in the crowd are crying. There's yeah. grown men crying like me watching Squid Game.
0: Just bawling their <laughs> eyes out.
2: It's like me watching uh, that that uh, Tom Hanks movie that just destroyed me. The, where he's an old curmudgeon guy. I can't remember what it's called. Otis or something? A man
1: called Otto? Otto, yeah.
2: God, that movie destroyed my life, too. I'm <laughs> such a puss. Um, and finally, hey, those Onida, things are strong. <laughs> and then Onita just, boom, just falls on him and covers him up yeah. and tries to absorb the blast to save his friend that he's been feuding with, but deep down he know you know it's his friend. And the smoke finally clears after, you know, half a minute and people are just frantic and nobody's moving and they are like I said, people are bawling their eyes out. And finally Onita starts moving a little bit and then they, they rush funk out of there and you know, we saw AEW try to do it with no fans or whatever and completely shit the bed with it. Uh, With, because literally it was Kingston trying to do the same thing with Moxley, and then it was like, and it didn't work. (laughs) Well, well, that fucked. But I mean, they literally did it action for action almost. But that's one of the 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 coolest like oh my gosh moments with with you know wrestling with with being able to pull back the curtain and try to control your emotion. That was one of the biggest biggest ones. And that's why I encourage people to go out and fight it. It's like I said, it's only like twelve minutes. Yeah. But
1: yeah, I mean, you know, Terry <laughs> No, I've just... seen I've I've seen it like way before, because my buddy Zach has random Japanese death match tapes for some reason. And so yeah, I I've I've seen that I'm sure you've shown me this many many times. I don't uh, I do I 'cause 'cause you I'll haven't? say what
2: this was one of those things when I was a kid because I had it
0: this is I know they got an RF
2: videotape. Video
1: Kingston tape. tried to do. Yeah,
2: yep, yeah, exactly. This is this, that's what i was saying. This is the. You know, so it was
1: this, like him paying homage. Exactly. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's just they they had the worst pyro ever.
1: Yeah, but, was sparklers. Um,
2: but you know when I was younger and just was watching death matches, it didn't you know I didn't think anything of it. But you know watching it, you know a couple of years ago and then last week again made me really mm-hmm. go Wow! As somebody who like appreciates wrestling differently now. It it hit different watching it another time. So, but that was that was the other fun piece I wanted to talk about, other than the how wild it is that that dude gave up the NWA World Title, and he, and he and he worked and he won and fixed his marriage and you know so you know kudos for him and then they were together for yeah you know twenty forever. or thirty eight more forever
0: yeah that's true. But seriously, check
1: out Beyond the Mat as well If you want to learn and watch Like Jerry Funk
0: Why don't you come rest
1: (laughs) What did he say? (laughs) Your
0: mother's a whore
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's what he's talking about Flair (laughs) Ric Flair, your mother's a whore <laughs>
1: and, 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 and maybe a lot of the audience too, you know, learned a lot from you know. Let's be real. One of the the catalysts of the wrestling podcast is something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. I mean his his cherry funkisms were were great <laughs> to listen to. You know, six seven years ago when that podcast started, everyone has a cherry funk. Oh yeah,
2: uh, I'm talking Cornette about Dennis has Stamp. a great cherry funk. When Stamp's like, I'm not booked, Terry. I'm not coming. Why not? It's my, mask, my last
1: match. <laughs> but I'm not match. booked.
2: He's like, well, what if you ref me and Brett?
1: You mean Party. it? The main event?
2: Oh come and do it. <laughs>
1: he was so hyped for it, too. He was he, doing pushups you showed, and jumping jacks.
2: You showed up. Of course, it's the main event.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. He's on his trampoline in his little underwear with the trim. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You got to stay God, in I shape. Yeah, I haven't seen that in forever.
2: Trampoline his backyard. Oh,
1: that's fantastic. Uh,
2: but yes, I mean, uh, Terry <laughs>
1: Funk, of that era, like, I mean, Mount Rushmore of that 70s, 80s era. I mean, like you said, he was the Jericho. He was the chameleon. He was the one who could change and adapt. That's the most important thing to do in life. And he mm-hmm. figured it out from Amarillo, Texas. And, you know, from tag team wrestling, to the shoot style, to the hardcore, to the death match, to, like you said, the territory loop, and, and everything in, in between.
2: Go back and watch. You mentioned you mentioned the, the ravens Stevie Richards. Go back and watch the promos before that, where Ravens sitting in the corner, and Funk is, you know, I want a match. You know, I want a title match. And Ravens not giving time of day. He's like, you know, stand up to me, talk to, you know, fight me, and he's ignoring him. So finally, Terry Funk gets down on the ground right in front of him in the corner, and he listen to me, you little squeak You know, and he's yelling at him <laughs> in his face in the corner, and I was like, yeah, Terry,
0: you know, let's go.
2: <laughs> it's, ah, it's so cool, man. He's, he was so, and, and, you know, a lot of people talk about this, too. Uh, as somebody who watched WCW until it died, because I'm a Mark, he might have been the best thing in WCW in that you know 1999 two thousand run.
1: Oh, where he's well, yeah, was a hardcore champ.
2: Yeah, he's a hardcore champ. He he fought Chris Canyon in a in a in like a there's like a horse stable, and he and he's like mm-hmm. fucking with the horse, so the horse kicks him, and then he's, and then after the match he starts cutting a promo on the horse. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and speaking of horses, too, when he's, when he's, uh, him and Eddie Gilbert are feuding when ECW first mm-hmm. started. And, uh, he's doing, he's at the Amarillo Ranch and he's, and he's cutting the promo. And, uh, and, uh, he's like, you know, huh. Ah. He sure look a lot. He's talking. To the, it's the butthole of the horse, and he's like, "You don't look the same, Eddie Gilbert, but your breath still smells the same." There's a YouTube. I think it's on Monsoon Classics, where it's like a like a fifty minute block of just funk promos.
1: Wow, I'm have to check that out. And you there's you so, definitely that's... have to send me that link.
2: That's that's where I was seeing some of the stuff. Like like I said, he 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 like gets the horse to fucking kick him when he's wrestling kid. I am like you are nuts. And then he then he starts shooting on the horse with a mic. <laughs> <laughs> he's
0: so awesome, man! He's,
1: oh, he was great. Yeah, that horse was a was an egg sucking dog. That's for
2: sure. <laughs> is that is that what it says?
1: <laughs> no, no. But I am <laughs> just saying. <I'm>... Ah, <laughs> that's so tight. Oh man, uh, yeah he he
2: was he was very. I feel like he was extremely underrated.
1: Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, he drew money in Japan. He was drawing that yen. I mean, I don't know how that concurs with, you know, American. You know, the drawing power of let's let's say a Hogan or or a Flair during his NWA or even Lawler in Memphis. Which I mean, that's an anomaly. Let's be real. Um, where yeah, I, it, it's crazy. Like like you said, I never realized the Jericho comparison, but that's 100 percent perfect. Their their careers are parallel, and yeah, I yeah, it's crazy. Um, beyond the mat. Check it out. Check out like you said, his, his just YouTube Terry Funk. You'll find some of the coolest, funniest, <laughs> masochistic you know type shit that you would ever see, and you know him with his brand even was a terrifying you know type of thing <laughs> hell he has a mattel figure with that for god's sake oh the it's brand so and, and what
2: a cool thing he came up with a branding
1: iron yeah like it's it's
2: just sweet
0: ah uh,
1: won't be you, you don't really like again have anyone of that caliber anymore but you know some of that did respect that scene that grew up you know kind of you know of of his dad in that area again go, going back to the passing of, of Wyndham Rotunda, aka Bray Wyatt, you know, with his dad being Mike Rotunda, you know, varsity club, IRS, you know, kind of growing up within that system, you know, kind of like a Cody Rhodes, you know, in mm-hmm. a way. Um and yeah, heart Attack. Oh, look at his look at his two names. He has two last uh, names. Wyndham Rotunda own. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which is wild. Your grandfather's black Jack Mulligan. You know, your... people talk about don't ever trust somebody with two
2: first names, lose' well, two last names. It's... <laughs> it's not common.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean Bray Wyatt. I mean we we kind of knew him as Husky Harris. You know, kind of in the OG okay. NXT days, the competition running kegs around the ring and and whatnot. But <laughs> Husky <laughs> Harris was one that you always kind of paid attention to because even though he had that name. Uh, you know, he worked his ass off, and you could see that, you know, he, he was more than, than just a husky gentleman. Uh, he was doing centons. He was moving, you know, across those ropes pretty quick. Uh, you know, he, he stood out, you know, on the mic, and then all of a sudden you hear of this Wyatt family in the dirt sheets, you know, with FCW, with NXT. You hear of this Florida, you know, cult-like leader, this, you know, Cape Fear you know, type of uh Rapscallion who's who's enticing people with his words on the mic and then you see it once, you know, kind of NXT is a little bit more available to the network. Um and then just the presentation that they have once on the main roster, uh, to the blackened arena and your T V screen, the haunting music, walk and then him walking slowly with the lantern. As the Fireflies are out, you know, with the people's cell phones and just an amazing character. Just someone that can draw, literally draw you in. And then, oh, yeah, he does some out of the box shit when, you know, the, the pandemic starts with, you know, uh, with the Firefly Funhouse. You know, that, that Pee Wee Herman S type of thing, you know, on acid. Um, and, and just building that fan base, a different type of fan base into that wrestling landscape. Uh, which then turns into The Fiend. You know, this guy had so many great ideas. Now, the creativity, you you cannot lambast on. Should it have, some have been tweaked? Yes. Um, I brought this up with someone. I was like, Bray Wyatt was such a, a one of the best on the mic of all time, Ryan. There, there's no denying that. Like, he can encapsulate an audience just like that. Or even by his stare, his look of menace that is to come. You know, even before The Fiend. But this guy has also been in, what, three of the worst matches of all time?
0: (laughs) Well, not not on his
1: part, not because of him, but, you know, when you break it down, this guy has been in, again, in in some of, you know, some of the most lambasted things WWE has presented within the last 10, 15 years.
2: And and look, I'll, I'll say this to be fair. Like, I know I'm probably the last one that should have anything to say because I was the biggest anti fan there was near the end. Especially after the Wyatt family was over. When, when the Wyatt yeah. family was going, I was all about it. But oh, yeah. I just, I I will never, I can never shit on his his creativity that he thought he had and how much people believed it. It just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. i'll just say that like obviously there had to be something to make all these weird things happen like you know and it worked for a lot of people and i'm that's good that's what you need we i i'd rather you're pleasing a million people than me because that's good for business and good for business means i get to watch more wrestling facts yep you know so that was kind of my thing i did think he was a good mic um my only the only thing that i felt like with the as the more wacky he got i feel like i feel like the more he declined in the ring and that was where i would say where some of those bad matches come in when it was like like that match with him and miz like what was Which the one? point of that the one yeah. where he came out as like with the with the
1: sweater on With the sweater, yeah, that. (laughs) It's the
2: one that I always refer to why I can't stand WWE because the Miz has the fiend in his home, like touching his child and hugging it, and then he comes out. he's I'm going to kill this guy or whatever, and then he comes out with a headband and a jacket. I came to play, and he's you know (laughs) doing his poses, and it's like, wait a minute, (laughs) he was
1: just in Um, your house.
2: Uh, but like, you know, that, 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 whatever that thing was with LA night just wasn't for me either, yeah. but there's so many people. Well, let's
1: not forget the worms in the wrestling ring or oh,
2: the red God.
1: cell or the Goldberg, but again, <laughs> the Goldberg not his fault. <laughs> he did his job.
0: Like that's the thing. Off. Like
1: he tried to make bad, everything man. work.
0: Well,
1: yeah. But. Once again, to his, de- to his defense and
2: everybody else, I'm saying it, just being mm-hmm. honest, he oh, yeah. will be a glorified icon with a lot of the stuff because so many people did love it. And that's good yeah. because you need more of that to have more positivity of people wanting to watch wrestling.
1: Agreed. You know, Agreed.
2: Where a- I, I may not have the same to say about him like I did with Funk. I'm not mm-hmm. here to crap on him by any means either.
1: Oh, God, no, no. He's definitely one, I mean, like I said, I mean, earlier, you know, it was unfortunate, but, you know, a lot of wrestlers died in their 30s and 40s yeah. back in the day, albeit, you know, it was more a lot of, you know, road travel or, you know, unfortunate, you know, drug use, um, you know, with some, or alcohol or whatever, but, um, you know, this is like the first, like, of this generation's like death. That's true. Where I I was, like, impacted, where I was, like, wow, and just reading everything, and then you have Funk before, but then you're just, like, this guy was, like, 36, like, he was primed to come back, you've been reading for weeks before, like, Bray Wyatt, ready to make his return, you know, and you're, like, all right, let's see what what they're gonna do, you know, he's had some time off, he was supposed to work a Lashley program, I believe, at this year's WrestleMania, and then we all thought he was being punished when the match was called off, they're, like, oh, are they thinking, you know, they paid way too much money for him again, you know, since everything wasn't taking off like they they wanted to with this reincarnation of the wife or the the fiend or the the playhouse or whatever their the Firefly anyways. Um so yeah, there there was a lot of what ifs going into it. And, you know, for the him to, to you know, be taken and, you know, just you know, you just feel so bad for the family, and 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 you just see the fandom, and and just from his peers. Like I watched like half of the they have a YouTube exclusive of wrestlers just talking about Wyndham uh, backstage, and yeah, it's it's crazy, and and you know, it's 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 so unfortunate again to kind of see where he could have gone because earlier mm-hmm. in his career when he was hot, especially you know within that Cena feud at WrestleMania 30. And you're like, okay, they're going to get this guy over. And then Super Cena comes in. You know, a lot of that time where Wyatt was just the strongest person on that TV. And then it was all for naught. You know, he would always take yep. DL. And you're like, you're building this guy just to lose. It's like, why should I care anymore when we know he's just going to lose? And I think that hurt his career. He should have been a champion way earlier uh within his time of the ring to maybe craft it a little bit more until he finally got it where everyone's like yeah it's about time you know give him a, one of the three major championships you know that that the company had at that time whatever you know and, and that's unfortunate because i think that was his time was that 30 31 era you know kind of like a rusev where you're just like you know strike while the iron was hot but you know, old old McMahon, you know, was not having it and just didn't see it um, where, you know, a, a Paul Levesque definitely did, especially, you know, during those, those NXT and FCW times. But um, every yeah, Bray Wyatt just just admired and, and you know, will be adhered. And, you know, maybe him and Luke Harper will go into the Hall of Fame, you know, at, at WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia. I think it's only prime that they should. Um You know, again, just just being a visionary within his generation, you know, and not just flippy flops and, you know, hashtag dives. I I think (laughs) definitely, you know, and and brought a little bit more long term storytelling in a sense, you know, in some aspects. But but the Wyatt family, that was such a strong stable. um, That was such a great, you know, formation, even with chubby Braun Strowman. Um, You know, kind of as the black sheep. It it works. And nothing will ever beat that Monday Night Raw in London where you get the Shield and the Wyatt family facing off, two heel factions, just to cut to a few weeks later in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Elimination Chamber, having one of the hottest crowds that you will ever hear and witness uh, for these two teams, because it didn't matter who won, because everybody who was there that night at the target center or who watched it on pay-per-view or on the network, uh, was just in awe and giddy that we were like getting professional wrestling. So, uh, rest in power to, to both these visionaries, um, funk, you know, by outlining Japan way before it was hip to do, uh, you know, kind of being the forefather of the gaijin to head on over there,
0: (laughs) um,
1: to Bray Wyatt, you know, just, and also, you know, being a forefront of, of the many retirements, uh, you know, Flair should thank Funk for that, uh, you know, for, for being allowed <laughs> to do that. But uh, And Bray Wyatt, the Rotunda just for being a hell of a stand-up guy. Like, you're just seeing all these videos of just fan interactions, and, and that's something that seems to be missed as well. And, yeah, you know, just he had a lot of love, a lot of love um, they both did, you know, for their peers, for the sport for their families. And, um, you know, that, that's why a lot of love, you know, and, and a lot of sadness, uh, goes out to, to these two, you know, w- with their passings, but wrestling, yeah. we'll move on as long as we remember them. Um, you know, and, and, and we will, cause again, they're, they're, they're someone famous, uh, you know, in, in, the that, in that landscape, they did, they did so much. So, all right, P. All right. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And yeah, we'll be
0: right be, uh, back. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. <laughs> oh no! That's, wait, that's wait, what me. CM
1: Punk was saying when he was on the uh, the channel from the airport <laughs> in London, England, getting lost to Wembley Stadium at All In 2023. Ryan, holy shit! The summer of Punk has almost concluded. If not already heading into all out, uh, just in a few days this Sunday, uh September third. <laughs> Where do you want to start, Ryan?
2: You know Always when I got again for... when I got off the phone with you because my phone kept cutting out. I'm having like three different angles I wanted to take this, based off of our conversation, and I was like, yeah. no, one of them's not work appropriate, so I'm not going to. Or one of them's one of them's not radio appropriate, so we're not going to go that route. <laughs> <laughs> I related one of them. Interesting. Um, I don't know, man. And like, I, you know, I've gone into this as a fan. Like, I've you
0: know,
2: I, I've talked about this when we you know before the last time. You know, I've I've been a punk guy since he was wrestling in Iowa. Yeah, but. I said this the last time we had to talk. We had to, I, that's my exact phrase. I said this the last time we had to discuss this, which sucks to already start with that.
1: That's <laughs>
0: true.
2: At some point, there's got to, at some point, there's one person's fault here. I guess <sighs> it's at some point. And I know. Tony in, Khan? In,
1: Tony Khan? He's said, the boss.
2: Would Punk have Yeah would he have done anything about it?
1: He
0: should've. Like I
2: so so Tony Khan goes to talk to him about it and Punk chews him out and then Punk has him come back into his locker room and then Punk yells at him again. Yeah. And then yeah, Tony, meanwhile, yeah. So so meanwhile the, the company that's signing your paychecks for all of your people are telling you you have to have this guy. So what do you do? Why is if anything I feel bad for Tony Khan.
1: No, no. He's the one who who let this boil so, over and so, and work so put, into it, it. put it put
2: it put into this perspective. Alex, you're Tony Khan. You run all elite wrestling. And this yep. guy is running around like the biggest prima donna and he's getting into fights with everybody. And you go to discipline him and you know, here comes here comes Demetrius, you know, he's he's got his life together. And now he runs Warner Brothers Discovery. He goes, you can't go yell at him. In fact, we're going to give him his own show to keep away from the guys that he doesn't like. And then you're just going to put all of his friends on it so everybody's happy. And if you don't like Mm -hmm. that, we're going to stop giving you money. You still feel bad? You still think it's his fault? you? You know, well, how do you? Yeah. How would you approach that if you were in?
1: If you, you protect John... your money man, then you protect your money man, and you say, okay, this guy's bringing in these funds. What is this guy A doing? What is guy B doing? And what is guy C doing? That's why the show was created. That's why we're we're collisionites or whatever. So then, then
2: what? Then keep them. Then keep him out of gorilla. Yep. And a, and a
1: pay-per-view. And well, but you shouldn't have come- a volatile workplace either. That's the thing. You 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 sit these, all of them, you say, we're having a mandatory meeting. You're going to sit 10 feet away from each other, and we're going to hash this out. That's what they should have done last year. It's already too Agreed. late for that. That, that. That's what they should have done. Three days after, they say, hey, we're going to go to, you know, you know, a high-end steak place. We're gonna eat. We're gonna talk. We're gonna ch- we're we're gonna chew the fat, so to speak, trim it, and see how we can all make money off of this. Again, Which is what I thought was gonna this. happen too. Yeah, and you know, but it did... seemed like they're you know, you hear stuff, you know, Mega and uh, what's his name, Bitey McBitey, H uh, Steel. They, you know, they they were you know talking and you know,
0: I don't know. It's. <laughs>
1: It's, it's, it's his, so weird Like I get it, it's hard to defend him But again
0: I, and, I, I see I where get he's like coming from
1: but, but at some
2: point He's got to be the He just has to learn to either Be the bigger person Or he's just got to stop Yeah Because it just it, it, If you have an employee Who can't get along with everybody But everybody else Gets along with you and everyone else it's not the staff; it's the, it's the employee. You know, like if okay, when well, when Ryan... not
1: everyone gets along with everyone in that backstage. No, you know, that women's division thought, is in right, turmoil. You're
2: right, you're right. I don't mean that. That that was a bad. I, I didn't mean it like that.
1: I mean, there are definitely cliques. As much as they don't want to say, the Bucks have their cliques. They're not very good people, but they have their cliques.
2: See, but, and, and that's where I guess the other thing I look at too is. Is after the situation happened, you look at the Bucks and the and Kenny, and they just distance themselves from from Punk, and nothing ever happened again. Yet yeah. Punk still starts yelling at the elites. He's still yelling at Hangman for no reason. I
0: mean, Hangman you has that nothing track? to do.
2: But but he doesn't want anything to do with you. Stop trying no. to make a match happen when all you're doing is running your mouth for no reason. Like so, Tony Khan says, "Hey, we need you to go to Collision to film a backstage segment," and then he gets sent home because. Punk didn't want him there.
1: How does that work? I mean, would you want someone? Would you want a coworker who you know was just talking mad shit? I mean, it goes so both I shit? "I was like, wait, Punk was talking mad shit." Well, Page started yeah, it all. That was ten months ago. Still started it all. People hold grudges.
2: Yeah, but he cut a promo in a wrestling ring, which everybody knew was going to happen. Yeah. That that's I don't I wouldn't hold a grudge against somebody who cut a promo that I'm going to be wrestling. I I expect you to say shit. Look at Sean and Brett.
1: What the sunny days?
2: Yeah, I mean they said some shit. I mean that's some shit.
1: But like, they knew they were <laughs> going to make money. Well, but there wasn't. But there was a time where they didn't think they were going to do make do money off of this
2: stuff. There was. There was. And it and. But they still went out there and worked with each other. These guys yeah. wanted to separate each other, so he literally went there to do a backstage segment. According to his boss, gets sent home, and then Punk calls him out after the cameras are done for no reason. What are you? There's no reason for him to be taking
1: that fight. There's no reason. That's my point. No, there's, there's not. <laughs> there's I mean, no there are, reason. there are, but, but there are a lot of Hangman Adam Page figures on, on the shelves.
2: Yeah, just as and there's just as many MJF and Rio and Chris Jericho at the Walmart I Adam, go to. Adam
1: Cole's Adam Cole's Target I, I have the Target Adam So Kohl's. many. So many. The red jackets type.
2: I've never seen an Adam Cole in the in the wild. I got this from Kyle.
1: Oh see I see it at every target I go to, like pegs upon pegs of Adam Cole. <laughs> so Cole's.
2: what I need you to do now is I need you to, to DM C M Punk and have good old Phil start talking shit about Adam Cole now too. Because he's sick on the peg, so he's not over. That's my point.
1: <laughs> it's, there's no need for it. No, there's there's no way to defend that call-out in, in his home state. And, or and there he, really isn't. It's sour grapes. I mean, he, he has a chip on his shoulder, which it doesn't need, because he got everything that he seemingly wanted. His own show. He probably got a pay increase. It seems like he's, he his has own that title. backstage power. Is oh yeah, the real championship that, nope, which was the weirdest that. fucking thing ever. I'm gonna put an Do X you know over this? the E for elites. Every like, time. It's... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. It's just everything is calculated. Like I understand what he's doing. He's the the old school asshole. He's trying to be your Roddy Piper. He's trying to be your you know your Terry Funk, if you will. Of trying to like say this is how the what's wrong with wrestling of today the long lost art of it the old school but again you have to adapt those people hey, adapted. Well, let me ask you this: Punk guys. has not. He's still, you know, yeah, uh,
2: like it's when is when when did you ever hear about Roddy Piper going into business for himself in the locker room or after a after a episode of Superstars?
0: Every when did week?
2: Terry Funk go into business for himself and do shit Terry Funk was the epitome of putting people over because he Builder, knew if yeah. he didn't get the next guy ready he would never ever be able to have a career this guy quit wrestling because he was so selfish about the way that people booked him that he only came back because of this money and he doesn't give a shit what happens to this business right now and yeah. this is the first time I've ever said this but this is kind of where I've got to do today is if this guy cared about wrestling, he wouldn't be doing this because he would want to be getting the next batch ready. He doesn't do that. It's not happening. He's just talking. Hangman Adam Page, we have both, Alex, be- and, and I will say it more so before the punk thing, but you were mm-hmm. right there with me that's saying this guy's the future of the company. And the way that they booked him has been incredible, and he has been the – the the catalyst of, of great background booking to keep him relevant that we didn't even notice. And then the minute the punk shit happens, he gets buried by punk, and now people don't like him that are punk fans. That's not business. That's not how this business works. That shouldn't have been how that goes. Especially well, with I thought he kind of lost his
1: even... luster way before that with the whole drinking, non-drinking, dark order thing. That's when I kind of was off that what, of what, what about
2: how much we popped that uh full gear
1: well yeah because it was a championship win and he came out on a horse on hennepin <laughs>
0: it was awesome it was fucking great it, yeah because it was a pro wrestling
1: could... storyline that worked i mean it was yeah, a storyline you know that it, that concluded yeah yeah my i just i don't know man it sucks and
2: i'm I, uh, and me, I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't. Maybe I'd be more on his side too if he had a leg to stand on. With the fact, you know, with a lot, with not just the talking, but he ain't even that good in the ring anymore. Half the time.
1: Yeah, his numbers, you know, on Collision, you know, you had some seven hundred thousands. I think once it, you know, the premiere episode was like at eight hundred, but it's been about the four to five hundred thousands. Uh, You know, Sam's DVR numbers I mean...
0: Which is good though for a Saturday is,
1: Yeah, yeah And I'm sure the DVR numbers bump it up quite a bit Because, you know, I, re- I think I've only watched Like three live ones You know, the premiere episode was on my phone You know, because I was like in the boonies And I'm like, oh yeah, Punk's on. Um With him, yeah He should concentrate, like he should be doing What Samoa Joe did to him And Gorilla allegedly, it was like Get your head in the game, who cares about Jack Perry we're about to go in front of 80,000 people. Don't threaten to quit. Don't make a tirade over this shit. Yeah, don't say don't you hate to this quit, place. Man. Like, come on. He shouldn't be frustrated because it's not 2014 WWE. He's not being forced to face three wrestlers, three against one in a match. <laughs> He's not being forced to wrestle with a staff infection. He's the one who dived into the crowd and hurt himself. You know, in, in AEW. So, I mean... Remember
2: when he tried to do the buck shot that he fucked up his ankle?
1: And he messed up his ankle? Yeah. I mean, I... I don't because... want to shit on the guy. I don't want to
2: because... It... When was I the just first... don't
1: understand the chip that he has because he is still bigger than the Bucks and Omega. Like, they used to admire each other. Like, I remember when Punk tweeted, the world needs the young Bucks. And the young Bucks then put on their Twitter bio... Thank God we created AEW because we brought CM Punk back. Like, and then all of a sudden, like, he just was like, I should be ruling this place, which in a way he was in merch sales and ticket sales. He, he He's the one that should have and was probably thanked for those gates. You know, even if he wasn't main eventing, people wanted to see CM Punk after seven years. And, you know, he, he just has that swagger. But, yeah, just That asshole mentality just overtakes him. And for some reason, that Chicago chip just keeps growing and growing when it's just like, Tranquilo, relax. You Pepsi plunged one of your greatest rivals in front of 81,000 people. You know, like you go into this match and Samoa Joe, you know, he's not a guy to go into business for himself, but he had every freaking right to after reading or hearing allegedly the tirade that was thrown, you know, after, you know. I didn't realize that All Out was even delayed. Did you? You know, within that first match coming out. I was just laughing. The way that those, uh, you
2: know, the way that all that promo videos.
1: Yeah. Because I thought it was funny that you have Jack Perry. He says, that was real glass. Cry me a river. I'm explaining to people before that comment is made, when he's looking at the, you know, the limo, I was like, oh, my God, I wonder if that's real glass. And then I explain, oh, because a few weeks ago at a collision taping, well, everyone's like, who, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know what you, what? And so I'm explaining this. And then someone's like, oh, is he going to run through the, the, the door window? And he almost does gets suplex. He makes the comment. I'm like, oh, that was the punk. Oh, I wonder what's going to happen. Are they going to work a match, you know, in a week? Which maybe that was the plan. I don't know. And then you read five minutes later <laughs> as the punk <laughs> match is going on. You think it's fake news, but it's hashtag legit where you're just like, how is this happening one year later with a pipsqueak that couldn't, you know, iron his slacks in the ring? I don't know what phrase that means, but, like, this guy couldn't, couldn't beat Phil Brooks in a fight to save his life, but yet Phil Brooks is wasting his time with him and then, you know, almost bringing down a company morale because he's a little selfish. And then to threaten to quit and walk out of a match with one of your friends, you know, few friends in this industry in Samoa Joe, you know, an acquaintance maybe now. But man, Ryan, like, what, what do you think is going through that gorilla with everyone? And then, oh yeah, the match order then being Kenny Omega, and then the See, Bucks. And I love bat. that. I thought dude. the match order was fucking comical. I'm laughing when I'm like, oh my god, they were all within the well. Same here's here's distance? part of the problem. Is
2: is Kenny and Jay White went up and said, "We'll just fucking open." Yeah. So they were just right there, like we'll just open the show. And then when they thought they were going to have to open, everybody was so ready that when the punk thing happened, they're like, we just, we're just we going to throw you guys out there um, like right away. Because I guess they were supposed to be much later. But they're like, you guys are already oiled up, ready to go. We're not going to make you stand there. Wow. But once again, hey, look, here comes Jay White and Kenny Omega. Like, yeah, you know Kenny Omega, one of these assholes that is in this involved in the the brawl out because he's a piece of shit that everyone hates or whatever. You know, and it's like no, he's you know, and and I'll say this too: when people talk about people want if people want to talk about ratings, uh, how the you know the Bucks don't draw and shit like that, the the young Bucks were in, in the in the young Bucks main event is the most watched rampage since march of 22 their last main event um the most watched collision with not counting the first ever one because that never counts the most watch ever by over a hundred some thousand didn't even have cm punk on the card to which the next week when cm punk was the main event it was the least watched collision in the history of the show July 29th, it was FTR versus Cole and MJF, 739,000 viewers. Then Punk and Ricky starts for the Real World titled at 417, the lowest watch in the history of the show. So ratings don't mean shit if you want to compare them to wrestlers. The most watched Dynamite this year was over 1 million. It was 1,028,000 fans, and it was main evented by Evil Uno and John Moxley. Also having a Revolution Tag Team Battle Royal, Soraya and Sky Blue, and the Acclaim vs. Affirm. So once again, ratings don't mean shit when you look at people. It matters what the competition is on TV that night. Mm-hmm. So just, I just just getting it out of my chest with, with people shitting on, always. well, Young Bucks, nobody watches them. No, you're full of shit if you don't think people watch them. Because I just, that's, I just debunked that fact right there in front of me. It's it's what football games on that day, what basketball games on, what playoff games on, what presidential bumpus uh popus or whatever is being talked about. I don't I don't know that one. I can't really help you on that. I, I failed that one. But my my point is this if if I'm CM Punk, I would have high five Jack Perry. I would've said hell you you know what? Way to way to make a situation happen. People are gonna ask yeah. you why you did that. Maybe we can make some money off of that. That's what I want. Yeah,
1: thinking. let's let's run it out in a week. You know. Yeah. That, that Good is... move. Let's
2: you call me out on Wednesday. We don't have a card yet. Ricky Starks is thirty days suspended. Oh wait, we got to change it to twenty eight days because we realized that thirty days would have put him out till Monday, so we couldn't do it correctly because uh-huh. we screwed up our own angle because we don't know what we're talking about. You know, you could have had, had had him come out and talk shit uh, to to Punk on Wednesday, and you do him and him and Jungle Jungle Boy at All Out. There you go.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: People loved it because Jungle Boys had a had a good run at those Chicago
1: shows. God, it's hard to like even pay attention to wrestling journalism, quote unquote journalism, just because. I'm looking at this. Footage exists of Punk and Jack Perry's backstage confrontation. Oh, like, there's cameras because, all over Wembley. Because <laughs> this pipsqueak and pipsqueak senior who put him in a chokehold, didn't put him in a chokehold, a face front lock anyways, like, they're overshadowing what AEW did with 81,000 people. That's what
2: Santana said, like, no too.
1: No one's talking MJF Adam Cole wrestling twice in some really good, fun matches.
0: Mm-hmm. You have
1: No one's talking about how they kind of overtook the summer, how they were competing storyline-wise with the Bloodline, where, you know, the Bloodline was kind of, you know, not dropping the ball, but, you know, it was kind of getting a little old. You know, you had your swerves and, and whatnot, and your who gives a shit, you know, Uso kicking the other Uso. Um, <laughs> bitched. But, like, the MJF and Adam Cole thing, which, did not start strong at all and then you know once the twitch streams were getting interfered with and mjf kind of turned on the face light if you will it just it worked and and you know the will they won't they i think they need to stop doing that for a while uh especially with roddy and and you know tavin and bennett you know kind of saying their piece on last night's dynamite um I, I think that's a nice breather where, you know, it won't be like, oh, hit me with the belt. Oh, I'm sorry, I cost us this, I cost us that. I think now you keep them as ROH champions, um, as they will have a match this Sunday at All Out. But, I mean, the Sting, you know, beating dudes up in a coffin. Like, there was so many good stuff. Sting the is so dope. The trios. Yeah, he's, what, 63, I, 64 years old. This I guy love- is just having so much fun. That when I met you, you fucking hated
2: Sting so bad. And I nev- never so could get a real reason.
1: You just hated Sting.
2: Biggest WWE fan. Yeah, like he had, like, he had three
1: moves. He had three moves.
2: You know, and then we see him in, in AEW and it's like disguised this
1: He's shit. Jumping off balconies.
2: That that, like double leg drop To just crush swerve through the table And then he gives him the the fucking death drop On the coffin The bump Sting took on the edge of that thing Would have broke my back
1: Oh my god yeah Sting just stands up and he's like
2: ha, This guy fucking rules Remember he's jumping off his shit In the entry when we were there (laughs) Oh yeah He's a maniac I love it I love him He's so tight Ah, oh, it, 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 that's that's what I told you know I said to you earlier. I actually really like this show. I went the full five on the main event. Um, yeah. I truly believe on purpose. Well, some of it still isn't kind of for me because I still I, I want what AEW was being AEW, but I can't lie how much I really am into the the in ring stuff. Like when I, I I don't I don't need to see them eating Chinese food or whatever. People yeah. love it. So that's Australia totally thing was a
1: little weird.
2: Yeah, it and that's like I said. It's it's kind of you know, like when we talked with you know with the Bray. If, if it's if it's well, when strong in the people, ring,
1: it works. Yep. yep yeah, and,
2: and but for for me for you, but I'm just saying like if these quirky little dumb things, if I have to sit and watch this for five minutes, knowing that you're going to get a million fans that love it, and it's just going to give us more of this. Fine, I'll take it. That you know, yes. that's right. I'll you know give a little, get a little, but. I thought that their match on uh, the main event match, while there was a, there was almost just too many little tropes in there with ref bumps and double down counts and restarts and Roddy and things. While while I, I was like I right, starting to be a little much. The thing that saved it for me was while it might have been a little much for me and you know some other people. Brian you know Brian Klecker's one he was like I was a little yeah. too much with it. But they have the fans so invested into it that it didn't bother me when I watched it live because i the, the 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 atmosphere of the people made me just like I was so into the match. the crowd made me like that match more than the match probably was and that and I haven't had that in forever um I told you I went five on it. Brian said that's that's the only other match aside from Wrestle Kingdom 11, Okada, Omega, he's never given over a five-star. He said that was a six-star really? match. It was perfect. It was perfect. He, and Brian doesn't even like wrestling really anymore. Yeah. He's like, he was just... He, and, he, and he's like, part of the reason, and we both kind of said, this is what the WWE wishes they could. the bloodline would be.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Because, and to me, I say that because when you have Jay Uso going, Oos, you was the prom king. You was the captain of the football team, but I love you, Uso, because you're my cousin. But you turned on me, Uso, I don't know. Tell me why. You know, like like that shit, right? When when MJF after the match goes, buddy, buddy, hold on. I got something. Just, just wait. Hold on. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. It's going to make everything better, man. You were right there with me. And he, he goes, look, look, we still got these, still got these. And he throws that ROH title out of the ring. Yeah. And MJ stops you never and cared him. about me. He, but, but, but not even that portion of it. That that part. The yeah. the. Are you kidding me? His look. Yeah. I knew. I, I knew you were playing me. You're a real piece of shit. You didn't go. You're my cousin. And talk like a premeditated yeah. robot. He, he showed spoke. real
1: emotion, like he was betrayed as a friend. Like it I'm wasn't so just. i so stupid. The bands in the ring, yeah. I, this is and why I. And because he's you the guys, one like, that would do it. That was the mm-hmm. perfect thing of it, where that's out of MJF's character, as was this whole summer bro shit, which has is, is been perfect, because you still get that asshole MJF, but then he turns it where he's like, no, this guy I, I looked up to, he was on my list of people to face. I want to face him in this main event at the most sold, biggest wrestling event of all time. Like, I think that's he, where it worked. And he got Adam Cole, Muscles, and Titan again. So, again, <laughs> kudos.
2: Well, he, he, had, he had that promo a few weeks before where he basically just said why, why he is MJF. You know? Yeah. It, was, it, was a, it was a good little promo. But then he, he reflects so well on it going, I'm a stupid piece of shit. I, it's my fault. I deserve it. He spoke yeah. like a human being wouldn't talk. Oh, well, fuck you then. This, you're a piece of shit, you know? Take this yeah. fucking thing, and he threw, throws the belt out of, like, Brock to the Vince, you know? He's like, he's like you're a piece of shit, man. Just have it. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's how human beings act, and that's why, to me, this is so much better than what they're trying to do in New York, or K- Connecticut, yeah. or whatever you want to call it, is it genuinely... Now, Adam Cole, I love Adam Cole, but he sometimes feels just a little campy to me. And that's fine because that's him. When you watch his Twitch stream, that's how he is normally. So he mm-hmm. is the campy, I'm getting a handwritten triple H promo type guy. He just is a, he's probably just doing his own, but that's just how he naturally talks. So I got to get over that. But, you know, my biggest thing I've always said when I'm Jeff is when they decide to turn him, they better be ready because I don't think you can turn him back because he's going to be the biggest babyface in pro wrestling. I think not only is, the big, <laughs> is he the biggest, biggest babyface in wrestling, but I think he's the most musty thing to watch in wrestling right now. And when he embraces the babyface effect, he's incredible. Mm-hmm. The way he's high-fiving the fans on the way to the ring and double clothesline, all the little trolls. I, I yeah. love he that FTR match had one of the dopest finishes I've ever seen where he mm-hmm. pushes Cole out of the way of the big ring or shatter machine or you whatever. take it. And then he stays on his firm on his feet, rolls a uh, fucking cash wheeler out of the ring where his feet go through the middle rope and then pulls him into the heat seeker, but then gets mm-hmm. rolled up because the overzell's babyface who's better than them one-on-one was able to counter the one, but because it's a tag team, he wasn't ready for the other one. It's the common... I wish more people could tell it that way, where he's better than these guys, but together they're better than him. And that's the Mm -hmm. whole finish. He blocked their finish, hit the dude with his because he's better than him alone, but not together because his head wasn't there. And he took all... Oh, man, I can't believe that happened to me. Ah... (laughs) <laughs> like he's a perfect babyface. He's so yeah. good. At, he might be better as a babyface because he's
1: he... a student of the game, as we oh, all know. Yeah. He loves and respects and appreciates the territory days of wrestling. Like that's why the pairing with him and FTR I thought was perfect when they were the pinnacle. And then mm-hmm. as you know, like you said in that collision match with you know with Adam Cole, uh, he just understands how to tell a story because he he just has watched and studied you know, decades of, of what pro wrestling was. And, you know, he, he's still, for a guy to be in this position and to be this modern character, he's still so old school that that it's great. And it's a satire, in a way, of what he's doing, of what, uh, you know, a baby face should be, you know, in any type of era. So, I mean, that's the funny thing when I watch it. Like, I know what he's doing because, again, he could just flip either or just like that. And, and either way it'll work. Because you're going to cheer the guy, and then when he does that asshole thing again, you know, in the future, the booze will just come out, you know, galore. And and we know Adam Cole is definitely more, you know, a a damn good heel where we're just waiting for that. But I love how, you know, it's teased, but I don't think it should be teased like we were talking about earlier. I don't
0: Mm -hmm. think it should be
1: teased for a very long time. You know, I, I think they should just be champs or they lose it this Sunday, Not whoever wins the uh, the Rampage Rumble gimmick (laughs) in Chi-Town. Well, I I think this has been, like you said, that's a great question. When I looked at the tag team, there was like three three teams. I had no idea who they were. No idea. But yeah, I, I was surprised, especially with the good promo work. Uh, that Taven and Bennett had um, against Cole last night on Dynamite. Yeah, I, I 100% agree because that would have been perfect, set up perfect. You you do that storyline. You don't wait till you know Grand Slam uh, at Arthur Ashe, you know, in in mid September because you had your title match. You had the, the the Triple B. So I don't know. It's uh, five stars. I... <sighs> I love the double clothesline, double pin. I love how, you know, Remsburg was like, no, it's, it's, it's done. It's, you know, it's it's a double pin. It's a draw. Oh, and that um, was so good, too, because it that
2: made it feel, like, kind of real. Like, I was like, holy shit. And I,
1: yeah, because the crowd was pissed, and I was like, did they really do this? Like, even I was, you know, marked. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe Oh, And then, you know, five more minutes. I was like, oh, yeah, they, make, they just did that. And he's like, this is fucking Wembley. We're going to, you know, go until there's a pin. And I'm like, all right, let's do this shit. Well, how and great just a roll-up. Just a roll-up. When,
2: when, he, when he's like, Max, five more minutes and he does it again. No.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah.
2: Um, do you want to know who, is in the, who won the Tag Team Battle Royal? Uh, yes. I don't watch Rampage because that's when Summit's going on. I never watch it anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, So the losing teams were the Aussie Open, Hardee's, Dark Order, Butcher and Blade, Embassy, Ryan Nemeth and Peter Avalon, The Righteous, The Outrunners, Best Friends, Action and Jenny and Darius Martin, as John Silver and Alex Reynolds are the number of contenders.
1: What? Really?
2: Yeah. So Johnny Hungy... And uh, and uh, Reynolds are going for it.
1: Aren't they heels now?
2: I think so. They're heels in ROH. I think. I
1: mean, that could work.
2: I don't know. Wait, I'm, I'm were confused. they heels in ROH? Who was in that awesome and... fucking match at the last pay per view? This is how, I'm going to pull up their that last pay per view. rocked by the way. We, oh, you we, love
1: that match, the triple threat tag match. You love that shit. Yeah, it
2: was a uh, um, six-man tag. It was The Righteous against Dark Order. Uno Reynolds, and Silver against Dutch Vincent and Seagrass. See, that, and that's what I was saying to you earlier about The Righteous. They, they lost that match to move on, and then they never got booked.
1: Because they would have had a
2: month to build to the Bucks then.
1: God, I could see why Punk was pissed. He was fined high five figures for his Adam Page remarks. He and Miro were fighting, and then uh, he wasn't picked up at the airport. Jesus!
2: And no wrestler got picked up, picked up at the airport either. Everybody. Why well, uh, not? Was... I, I, I,
1: yeah. <laughs> Which again, just Tony Khan to should be in one. trouble for that. Yeah.
2: Um, what about? That's the other thing. This whole Sean Ross snap is trying to say that the Miro thing is fake.
1: And then Brian Alvarez is still mad about Maria, so he's like, no, it was real. Yeah.
2: No, I, I like – I think Alvarez had a good good comeback. He said, uh, here's the thing. I was the first person to report the mural story. Not one person out of five who told me the story said the guys were joking. They all said it was a serious yeah. issue. Right after I told the story, first people claimed it never happened. Then, a few hours later, the claim is, well, it did happen, but sure. they were joking. Yeah. Everybody can believe whatever they want. If they're joking, that a lot of people at AEW were lied to. If they weren't joking. People are being lied to now. So pick your lie, but I didn't make up a story.
0: <laughs>
2: I, I was like, sure, that's dude. a pretty good ass response. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, oh. and, and once again, I, I hate to say that I believe Alvarez, but Nero's been known to. You know, if he's had a problem problem with something, he'll say it. Yeah. I mean, that's not new. But if it was it's just another thing with
0: Punk, <laughs> i just like, I just yeah. can't.
1: Uh,
0: it's a headache. Otherwise. But, it's, one but
1: man, me. it's making the dirt sheets uh, rack hey, up I a I lot Hey, I check of my phone like three times an hour, baby. <laughs> yes, yeah, I probably do my eight times an hour. I'm like, yeah, what yeah, happened yeah. with Punk now? What ha- yeah. What all in? Uh, speaking of that, the uh, AEW World Trails champion, new champions, the acclaimed uh, taking out the House of Black, but the House of Black having a wonderful homage to the memory of Wyndham Rotunda um, with the all-white look, Ryan, which looked yeah. dope. They got uh, the Okada the uh, being held.
2: The Okada black, light, white clothing.
0: <laughs> it was pretty Actually, tight. tight. Um uh, <laughs>
1: And then yeah, and then uh, the arrivals. Mike drops, you know, on on you know Brody King there, uh, getting the win. Even Julia Hart getting the uh, getting in on the action. Anthony Bowens giving the uh, the scissor drop uh, to that Julia Hart hilarious. there. hilarious. Uh- <laughs> you know, you know it's
2: weird. Can I, oh no, I, never never mind. I don't want to date it. I don't. I don't know. If, it might be a bad take, and I don't want it to be a bad oh. take. I just. It's it's just more wild how how different wrestling can be, but oh yeah,
1: never, yeah, never mind. I, I don't want to. Shades to the old days of the the yesteryear, but you know, I I thought it was it was pretty funny and kudos to uh, to badass uh, Billy Gunn, you know, kind of making the one day <laughs> I, comeback. I when when we
2: when we cut, I'll call you real fast and tell you what I was gonna say. Okay. <laughs> just so just so you, you, you I can at least tell you, but
0: uh, yeah, that was
1: I I.
2: I was so surprised they won the title.
1: But, you know, I think you needed that feel-good moment. I, I kind of thought they were going to win it, um, but I thought the House of Black had been doing a hell of a job. But yeah. depending on when Brody King hurt his hand, Do you think uh, allegedly because be he why was so furious, I think so. If, if that happened before this match, since it was second to the last match,
0: four it's hours after...
1: Dead. Uh, you know the incident with Punk, uh, who is you know a really good friend to Brody King, uh, with him and Jack Perry. <sighs> I think that might have been a reason why why they dropped the title.
2: Let me let me let me ask you this: Did this match go on tenth because of that?
1: No, I think this was always supposed to. I think you even told me like the day before that that was going to be the. the oh yeah, match.
2: yeah, that's true I thought this was the kill match. Yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah, and. What, which was what, hard,
1: because the way the match order went, because now we know why you have three of your, you know, your prime, you know, group of wrestlers start off the show, which still baffled me and made me laugh with oh, the match yeah, they did order, you second. know. That's
2: right. For some reason, I thought the and box so, went second.
1: No, no. That was the, the six man. But, which, which, but let's get into uh, the six man, the 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 bang, bang gang. Uh, would you would, do you want
2: you want to keep going backwards from where we were?
1: No, because I want I want to talk about the best wrestler in the world. No, let's go backwards. Let's let's talk about the best wrestler in all of the universe. <laughs> let's say, is there anyone as good as Will Ospreay again in twenty twenty three? I mean, the mark in me is always going to say.
2: Okada and Miyahara are in-ring.
0: He beat um, Okada.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think if you're looking at it with, with a elevated take, if you will.
1: Yeah, um, nice, nice. You know, with,
2: with getting wins on top of just ability, no. Mm-hmm. I think you could argue that Will Osprey has been one of three of the best wrestlers since 2017, even.
1: Yes, I was. I thought about. I was trying to think. I was like, I think it was since yeah, 2017, 2018 for me. He's been yeah, easily. He's literally had right, and I rewatched this yesterday, and it still had the same effect. One of the, if not the best match I've ever seen that happened on January fourth, with him and Kenny Omega. Oh yeah, it was like, incredible. The story, and 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 then again to run it back in June you know, a few days before our last show back in, in June 22nd. um, They run it back, and then, oh, yeah, he beats Shingo. He beats Okada. He beats, you know, well, did he beat? No, he didn't beat Naito, um, obviously. But they had a really good match with Naito and definitely helped him out, you know, in the, in that <laughs> semifinal, Naito's son. Um, but, and then, you know, to be on this big stage, you know, we all groaned Chris Jericho, this Chris Jericho, that. But it's a marquee matchup. Let's be real. You know, it's only going to get bigger. You know, next year, uh, you know, at Wembley when they return. But the presentation that they had for him, man, in his home, just country, was beautiful to see. And you know, it was a quick match. I was surprised. It was a what a fifteen, sixteen, seventeen minute match. Uh, it, Osprey was strong, man. He was. Yeah. It was like he was taken out. You know, he was taking out old Yeller, you know, kind of in a way, and say, "This is me. This is my time. Do not come to my house." Doing a a shitty, uh, uh, <laughs> a shitty Freddie Mercury impression, <laughs> and can't even go over your own backtracks. I guess Sebastian Bach was correct uh, about Jericho singing capabilities <laughs> or lack thereof. But hey, I thought this was, was a fun match. She does a way better Freddie Mercury Why was year. she not Let's on this fucking show? I, I agree. You or even what I mean? in the pre-show.
0: Yeah, Where really? are the
1: Rambos? They should have had a Rambos. They had a two-hour, zero-hour. They should have did a women's and a men's Rambo.
2: They should have took that fucking Nyla Rose, six-woman with Emmy Sakura and... Kramer oh, last Fuck night? Yeah, who was your third partner? Mm. Nyla Rose, Emmy Sakura, and... I don't, I don't know. So, yeah, Just so what, put that on the pre I can't, I have no offense to who the, the woman we're forgetting is, but you know, put that
1: on the pre-show. Oh, plenty of offense, yeah.
2: Plenty
0: of yeah, you, 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 Fuck off then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> No, we love God, many, I not, not the other ones.
2: I loved too when Jericho knew he couldn't beat him knew he had no chance to keep going, so what's the best thing that he could do? Give it to me right here, motherfucker.
0: Yep, <laughs> and he yep. just
2: whacked. And that's, I think that's what... I had, I had it at four stars. And I bumped it to four and a quarter just for that nice little story of him not being... He knew he was done, but he's still yep. Jericho, and he's still going to talk that shit. I'm like, yeah!
0: <laughs>
2: so... Uh. If he, Thirty-second exercise because i i do have i do have a a miniature version of three strikes. I want to play with you before this thing's over. Um, uh, it'll take two minutes because I don't think we've done it before. But if we did, then you're going to get them all right. But
0: mm-hmm.
2: if we were to say since 2017, the, yep, the top five wrestlers in the world. Ooh, tell me who I'm leaving off of this list because there's only one person I can think of. Or maybe, probably what? If I were to tell you since 2017, the five best wrestlers over the last almost six years now are Kazuchika Okada, Kensumi Ohara, Will Ospreay, Walter. Walter yep, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly where I was going to go with Walter.
1: Well, who is and that
2: fifth? Kenny Omega.
1: What, but his IWGP title reign was not very good. But it wasn't it was booked short. very good either. Correct. I mean, it was short. It wasn't booked right. Like, that was the thing I was thinking when I was rewatching the, the Wrestle Kingdom match with Will Ospreay. I was thinking about that. I was like, everything pre him winning the IWGP title was fantastic. Those were all notebook four and a half plus matches. Like, every – I mean, again, him and Ishii and that G1 – August seventeenth. I know I'm getting the date wrong, but that's still one of the best freaking matches I've ever seen. But like, just Omega within that time frame was just
2: was not Omega champion?
1: Was he? Oh yeah, was he champion during that? I think you're right. 18, Yeah,
2: because because yeah, because he lost the title. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, but but that so so like I was. The only reason I said that is I'm trying to think of a good ammunition to defend his title run. Um, the Ishii match, as you said, one of the best things you've ever seen. Him and Kanahashi is one of the top five Wrestle Kingdom matches I think I'll ever have seen. And it might be the greatest wrestling match I've ever seen live. Mm-hmm. Um, or you're away you,
1: for that one. Yes,
2: yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> that was that was when I was on my tangent running around yelling because Okada lost <laughs> when I saw her Jay White. I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh and then Jericho and Naito was after that and they were Jericho fighting Naito, around the yeah. crowd, so we were all into that. But um you also have to look at they tried something different in branding him and doing shows in the US in turn gave us weaker matches because they were trying something. So I think mm-hmm. I think that deserves to get a little bit of a, a little leeway off
1: of. Leeway. Yep. You know, like, hey, we want you That's fair.
2: Look at the house that Yes, he worked Yoshihashi or whatever, but look at the house mm-hmm. he drew. I mean, that's that might be the biggest Ring of Honor show in Chicago.
0: Yeah,
2: you know, so like he's got that, and, and it was the man. But stuff that was that he height
1: was, of the Bullet Club, man. That was yeah. Oof, that was everyone was at that hot topic. Over do the
2: you? Age of <laughs> the hell yeah, brother.
0: <laughs> 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 do you? Do you? Um,
2: fuck! I was like thirty-seven day. What are you talking about? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. Do you? And and I say this in a way which is hard to say because, you know, the the guy is done or gone now. But you do you miss Marty? Oof. Oh, he's making
1: a comeback in Mexico. I saw a big promo video. It said, he's the most hated and loved and vilified. (laughs) I'm like, oh, God. (laughs) Don't have sex with 15-year-old girls, legal or not, (laughs) bro. Um, I
2: I do miss Marty's girl. I loved the mask and the umbrella and the music. I mean uh,
1: two oh five. That was some of the yeah. best shit. Him and Okada, that lead up on being the elite. Oh, so good. Just no words.
2: Um, no, I uh... But like I, I... what do you think of that five? Is that I'm Am to I think if so, so okay, so who who do you who do you one hundred percent go, Yes, nobody can touch this guy since then?
1: Where where are you on my list? The only name I can think of that's jumping out to me is Shingo Takagi. Shingo is my my six. But, like, with him and Kenny, I think just as a name recognition, I think you go mega. But Shingo Takagi, man, ever since Jumping Ship,
0: uh, or I should
1: say Jumping Over the Gate, I should say, uh, he's just been – he made that damn – King of Pro Wrestling means something. Yeah, I. They, it's, it's so
2: it's like it. It sucks that okay. they probably are done with using him like that now. Like, yeah, but.
1: Yeah. you're I mean, but you're right. Everything he does is just so good.
2: I guess the reason I too would have to say Omega is
1: over Naito. So is Naito in your ten? I think Naito would be in the ten for sure,
2: but maybe okay. not.
1: Because because you got two-time G one winner as as he just you know won twenty twenty three's G one by beating Kazuchika Okada in a
2: fucking five star banger yeah. of a main event. Oh yeah. Or
1: no. Agreed.
2: So okay, I'll, I'll get into that part in a second with you. It's um, so we we can go through this and then talk G one, but but the last thing I was going to say was the reason I went Omega two is because. He then goes to AEW. He has an amazing world title run. He's been in some amazing feuds. He may have a five-star match this weekend with Takeshita.
1: So. Oh, yeah. In the span of, oh, oh, whoa, let's not forget having that. one of the best tag team oh my tag God, matches ever. Oh, my God. I forgot the about Revolution, that. Revolution 2020, right before the pandemic. Oh.
2: That match oh my was God. so
1: classic that they caused a fucking pandemic, Ryan.
2: Could you imagine if that, if that would have been two weeks later and we would have never got that match?
1: I don't want to think about that.
2: You know what I don't want to think about even more is the fact that that was the time we didn't go to a Chicago show.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, Different God. arena, yeah.
2: Um, so, so I just, because of that, you know what I say from 2017 until now, Shingo did have a couple of those big peaks, but in the course of it Kenny is still just yeah.
1: my just, thing with Kenny is I love the cleaner I love it when he's just focused he's wearing the suits he looks like a champion at 5 foot 8 he has that hair the glad like he when he looks like a champion and he, I love that Kenny Omega When it's the wacky Ghostbusters, you know, ah, you know, like, just all over the place. Like, oh, to get... Like, that JR interview was really hard to watch because I'm like, wow, he's not really good at, like, your pre-tape interviews, like, because he's trying to do way too much. Like, I could see him saying, cut, cut, I want to do that again. Mm -hmm. Where, you know, when you get the emotion after, you know, a New Japan main event uh, or, you know, after an AEW show, like, those passionate promos you know, no one can touch him. But, you know, when he's trying to be that quote unquote sports entertainer, trying to be more of that national based wrestler, like that's mm-hmm. where it gets a little corny for me. And yeah,
0: that's, that's okay. True.
1: Because again, he's reaching people. But oh, fuck man. When he has that suit on and he's, you know, at, oh, no all, Japan at forbidden door, even at forbidden door, it was yeah. just a different demeanor. Yeah. When he shows back up at Wrestle Kingdom. And then the next night, yeah, I'm going to team with with Kazuchika Okada. We're going to have fun.
0: But I'm still (laughs) going to be serious.
1: But we're still going to have fun. Like, I I love that balance. But when he's just over the top, Kenny, I'm just like, ah.
2: That was the one thing I was talking to Brian about, too. I said one thing that I really, really respect and love about Kenny Omega, too, is he still can be an 80s wrestling character. When he cuts yeah. the promo, but he but he's good at it. Yeah, he's you know like you said when he's when he's still wacky, but he's serious about everything. He truly he's so smart. This this is where I I say creatively he's so smart in my opinion, because of that story he tells, where he's able to still convey the epitome of what pro wrestling is, but do it in a, in a way where it's it. it Makes you think about everything and listen mm-hmm. to what he has to say, and pe- guys can't do that. Is, I'll tell you the closest thing to him with the wacky stuff that works, and I, I, we'll talk about him when we get to the match. Is is Juice Robinson? Yeah. Oh God, gotcha. yeah. I, I talk have about a take on him that I can't Wait to bring up to you on that.
1: Talk book. about Must See TV. It's it's oh definitely Juice Robinson. He, he is, is the he MVP is of the summer.
2: Doof is Juice Robinson. <laughs>
1: Like we're, we're,
2: we're, I can't remember who was over here and Doof's or is it just like Robinson normal. Doof Robinson uh, Doof? maybe, I mean it might be like we were we were sitting there and, and I was I was talking shit about something we were watching, uh, kind of along the lines like a Jay White and Doof is just laughing, and uh, maybe it was Jordan we were on Xbox, but he's like man. Ryan, if only you weren't a fat bitch and had abs. You guys have your Halloween costumes picked out. I'm like, damn yeah, it.
1: Yeah, that's uh, perfect. <laughs> if I wasn't a
2: fat ass,
1: because
2: <laughs> I got the Just hair. fan,
1: man. You'll look swole.
2: So, ne- so my goal is next, next Halloween. In two months. We're gonna. No, no two no, months. You have
1: two months to do it. I'm gonna be
2: the bang bang gang, <laughs> and I got the top ponytail with the hair hanging down below. Like I got the hair on lock.
1: Can Let's I randomly go. be the Great Okan? Just have my shirt <laughs> yeah, open with my chest hairs?
2: Yeah. And then and then we should have... Start uh, licking
1: people.
0: uh,
2: <laughs>
1: have my harem.
2: <laughs> we should have Elijah and Jordan be the gun club. And that they can just...
0: <laughs> they can just stand there...
2: 'Cause like you can you can think maybe they're from like a different parent, but they still the same other parent. <laughs> <That's funny.
0: laughs> oh man, they're they're great, but
2: um I know we kind of talked sting earlier, obviously. Um just out to Swerve for being in this position, sacros. by the way. I love this yeah. I love Swerve. Yeah. He's so good, he's so poised. Everything he does is slow, methodical, but to the point where it makes sense. Yep.
0: And
2: the way he worked was Darby and, and Sting in this, the hands in the coffin sticking out where Perfect. he throws the yep. bat in for Sting to stop the, with the bat. Um, you know, just the bumps he was taking. Now, I, I, oh, I little, speaking of
1: bumps, that Darby Allen missed coffin drop. Oh, oh, my God. I don't know how he continued the match.
2: I want to know how his head didn't hit.
1: Yeah, well, he perfectly—it was a perfect flat back. I mean, let's oh be real. Oh my god! I back. just
2: like that oh, saved yeah, yeah. his life. <laughs> I I just don't understand how he controlled the whiplash. Is where I'm at. Oh like,
1: yeah. yeah, Like
2: my neck would have snapped and hit the thing. Not even by choice. I would have, you know, even if I took. That, god, he's Darby's something, something else.
0: Man. Yeah, he's
1: he's special. He's definitely special. Now, um, do but do you think?
2: What did you think of Christian in it? Did you like oh, Christian? or I, lo- I you... love
1: the whole Christian thing. I love the whole Christian, Nick Wayne, Buddy Wayne thing leading up to it. I just feel bad for A.R. Fox. Allegedly, you know, he, he couldn't make it to All Out. Or All Out, yeah, I you... apologize. So... so did you hear
2: how this thing apparently, um, where did it go? Apparently, Air Fox has refrained from participating in an international dates since 2016, but he never told AEW about it, so they just booked the angle,
1: and then it was like, "Hey,
2: I don't do international flights," and I Ooh. guess I guess he's got heat now.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you're building him into the storyline. You're utilizing his wrestling school, given that exposure, and then you know, all of a sudden. I was looking forward to Team Lucha Underground versus Team Emo, too. but, you know, it, 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 Christian worked. Christian, I thought, fit more into the storyline, um, especially with, with the, Lucha the Lucha Source, Source and Darby yeah, Allen. So call. that was my thing where I was like, why is AR Fox getting a marquee matchup against Sting? Uh, no offense to AR Fox, you know, definitely des- deserves some, you know, deserves his flowers. Probably a favorite but,
2: of Darby. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and and Darby definitely has pool, you know, in this young company as he should. But um, I I thought Christian was just a better fit. It just I wish I would have seen more with him and Swerve in that you know the weeks leading up, like AR Fox was in that position. But the the Nick Wayne Christian Cage promo, I I I laugh. It's horrible (laughs) that his father is dead. Your dad is dead. Christian (laughs) Christian Cage. He's the best like they say he's the best of a bond villain. Like he's totally he's, and then he's amazing. you know. He's he's great with the sweaters. He just looks like a dick. He's 50 years old. He's just he's getting his own daughter kicked out of the arenas like
2: well, so that love, that was who it. that, that was. Kristen. That was who that was, right?
1: That plant Yeah. Okay, that's that.
2: Ah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh,
1: so Apparently I'm all for Christian having this resurgence. I really. Well,
2: and, and let's let's not forget too. Remember, remember all in him and Kenny Omega was so much better than we thought oh, it was, was going to
0: be. Oh, wonderful! Yeah,
1: it's, Christian is still which, work. which we shouldn't be surprised because he's always been that that solid hand. I mean, yeah, with look, the blue dot over his face or not, but I think he the CKB works. it should have been Christian and Edge, not Edge and Christian. Yeah. Just, just that. Well, looking back at it, I mean, yeah, like Christian always w- was great, but yeah, Edge just always, maybe because he was taller, I don't know. Like He, he was taller, he was, was bigger, he had more out. charisma. Yeah, his,
2: he, I, I don't but want to Christian I had say, charisma too, like, yeah, that's, I was like say, I'm looking I back say, and I'm like,
0: fuck.
2: I shouldn't say he had more charisma, because I enjoyed Christian more, but I think Edge had more WWE charisma.
1: And shout-out to T- – yes, I agree. And shout-out to TNA for allowing Christian to become himself and, and more open because he was yeah. in that spot
0: Another thing where WWE never territory. would have done that. Yeah.
1: we. God I, I, I want to do a deep dive of, like, 07 Impact to, like, 2012 or even 06, maybe, yeah.
0: where you're just, like yeah.
1: – they had so much talent in the world, and then they bring in – and give these wrestlers, you know, second, third lives. And you're like, wow, like you said, not enough credit. Speaking of not enough credit, uh, yeah. Tony Khan just showing out money. Showing I, out money for these Come in with bees. these points,
2: man. <laughs> I didn't, didn't give a good
1: <laughs> shot for it. Soraya coming in to Queen's We Will Rock You, which that must have been a nice, pretty penny. Uh Hikushita, you know, defending her AEW Women's World Championship. Uh, Tony Storm, again, doing some of the backstage promos, I'd say, the f- or the vignettes years even. Star. I love it. I, I, I love what she's doing. Britt Baker, I mean, bless her heart, you know, going through, you know, her, her injuries, you know, and dealing with that. Uh, but sadly, I thought she was, you know, she was the less interesting one out of this four-way. Yeah, this uh, was, she, she, was... Hey,
2: thanks for everything you've done, I think, is what this was. yeah
1: it's deserved she deserves to be on this marquee you know card uh yeah I like think you like said thank you Shita too hmm and i i just wish this was would have been given more time uh i mean all of a sudden it was just over with there was i think attempting to do two finishes at once but i don't think they they told her karushita uh you know to to kind of time it in that correct way or <laughs> you know however the spot was but uh you know saraya you know kind of Getting the pin there, uh, you know some outcast beef as well, um, you know as I think you know the tension and the 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 uh, eventual. I think they have a match this Saturday actually at, at on Collision, but uh, you know the yeah, breakup is definitely movie. looming there. Um, I, but yeah, I
2: think the know. finish was supposed to be that was Britt Baker wasn't paying attention to stop the pin because she was trying to make Sheeta tap. Make and Shida yeah trying to not lose her title is more worried about that. And then if you if you remember Saraya, she turns and looks at them doing the submission, yeah, and then drops okay. the move like, oh shit, they're not going to see this. Gets the cover. What did Tony Storm? Come, she came out to some song too.
1: Oh, I forget of that one. But I mean, what do you think of the lack of time with these four, you know, marquee talents of the women's division? Um, and then them only getting less than ten minutes, but also you know kind of you know book the women's division better, you know that sign looming over you know dynamite uh and and kind of you know again that, that backstory- backstage turmoil within them um you know what do you think of this division going forward um with them having some pretty strong characters you know as well
2: um i i think they're they're on a Good pass. I oh she came up to God Save the Queen. That's who it was.
1: Oh, did she? she?
2: Yeah. Um, I think part of the reason why the match went short is, you know, this company tends to treat their multi-person matches as sprints, and I just I don't know if Soraya has still has the tank after watching her and Britt that one match to do a sprint and go like that. So. I think if if you've got to shave off time, to me, this and uh, the trios matches were the only matches you could shave time off of. And if you're already having issues because of, you know, Jungle Punk or whatever their tag team could be called, you're just unfortunately the one that's going to get cut. Yeah. You know, maybe if they didn't do that, this match would have had three more minutes.
0: Bastards.
2: That was a shame. How do you think? No, I, I, I. Oh, yep, yep.
1: No, I was about to say like, uh, with these four, I mean, I think Chris Statlanders, you know, definitely have improved, you know, since her injury, you know, especially not, that, you know, being out of this universe or, or whatever her character is,
0: yeah, the I mean, Andromeda
1: Goddess, been, uh, from Long Island of all places, um, <laughs> but. That that crazy world, but yeah. uh, you know, uh, what, of
2: course, Ailey wants to come to Long Island.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but like, once we get Jamie Hayter back, and you know, I think Ruby Soho is still you know a pretty good asset you know to the division. I think if you and when you do work in Ember Moon or Athena, um, oh, you know, she who's having be, a tear as a year, ROH yeah. Women's Champion? Yeah, doing um, big course, shit, man. You gotta
2: don't forget about the woman they showed in the crowd before this match.
1: Yes, yes. So Monday, Monday Mercedes Monet uh being shown multiple times, uh, with the spouse of Maria Monunos. Do you know, why? <laughs> you know who's
2: also a big wrestling mark? They showed her like they only showed her like that? Did you
1: see that? she got that boot rose. Yep. Yeah. she got she got that busted leg still. So I mean expect her to be all elite pretty soon. You definitely have a money match. Uh I mean I don't know if she'll be ready for Arthur Ashe, but that definitely can be your Wrestle Dream match that's, that's going to be heard happening. Could be her, her,
2: her match back in the dream.
1: Since it's going to be a new Japan, which Tony Khan announced at the post, the uh, all-in scrum, that Wrestle Dream will be October 1st in Seattle, Washington, Ryan, which I have a direct flight from Watertown to Seattle, Washington. Um which is going to be a Antonio Noki inspired events Ryan what are your thoughts on that announcement Um so I I watched the
2: whole uh the whole press Strong. conference um and when he he brought it up you know he said I'm hoping uh that we'll be able to um, you know bring in new Japan talent and it sounds like they will or already do have some booked but uh, the same day New Japan runs Cork and Hall and the advertisement for Cork and has Tanahashi, Naito, Okada, Goto, you know, et cetera, et cetera on it.
0: Yeah. So huh.
2: it's going to be a lot of lesser name. I thought I saw a list. Russell. Lee. I thought I saw a list of people. That we're on it. Top yeah. New, uh, New Japan stars.
1: God, he's um, got to think or plan a little he, bit more accordingly.
0: Oh yeah.
2: yeah, so um you're going to get a show that's pushing, but New Japan is a show according to Hall the same day. Tanahashi, Okada, Naito are all on the show, so none of them can be uh, the only people who are not, you know, as far as the big names, so I guess it would be a possibility. And this is coming from from uh Meltzer this morning, actually. Um, the only people who are not, you know, as far as the big names who I guess would be a possibility would be Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi who, you know, they're good and actually they're a really good tag team, but they don't, they wouldn't mean anything. And then Will Ospreay is not on the show. Jeff Cobb is on the show, though, so they could bring Will Ospreay in. Um, nothing else of importance. Dave Meltzer talks so weird that these transcripts are can't read half the shit.
0: <laughs>
2: so, I mean, it's, it's it to me sounds like it's going to be just kind of the 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 normal a glorified
1: house show yeah
2: not not even a glorified house show but like i think we'll see you know like kevin Knight and uh, you know maybe like jr kratos like those kind of new japan somehow kenny omega
1: if somehow kenny omega and shingo takagi are poised to fight each other okay
2: Okay, that's we're different. going. Yeah, that's that so that's part of the reason why. A part of me wishes we were going to Chicago this weekend, was just for that Kawada thing.
0: Yeah, but
2: I digress. It's expensive, and we don't even know everything's gonna happen. Do you do you think they need to pay more for Metallica for Sting?
1: Ah, uh, that was tight though. Um, no, because they're Hatfields a wrestling mark. Yeah, he was probably like, oh, it's for the Stinger. let oh, Mr. Borden. He yeah. <laughs> was like, I saw that meme where he's playing guitar with Sting.
0: Sting, <laughs> <on> Sting. <laughs> uh their
1: um, friends. Before we uh, cut off with a live audience, which you can find us on all podcast uh, platforms by searching Strong Style media. <laughs> Yeah. We're gonna talk the stadium Stamp the most random ass put together matchup of random characters I think I've ever seen. Um Phoenix couldn't Spoiler come due to Visa alert issues, so he was murdered. Spoiler alert yeah. real quick
2: for the uh for the people who don't listen and are and, and don't listen to the, the the download of AfterCast. This was my match of the of the show.
1: Whoa. More than Hook and Jack Perry?
0: <laughs>
2: best best Hook match ever.
1: Yeah. Told a really good story. But anyways, Stadium Stampede, this was a fun match. I was for, for the random array of, of wrestlers and Wheeler, Utah and uh who was it? Beretta parking lot uh antics. <laughs> uh i thought well, was, yeah. yeah like you said it was, just, I was, uh, it was a lot Yuda of fun
2: and uh, you and chuck taylor
1: <laughs> chuck taylor okay oh yeah it <laughs> was cheesy. he was, he was out there but <laughs> they
2: they you cut know? and they're like oh we got to cut to this one and it's the guardrail and he soup yeah, on breaks and breaks it was, in like,
1: half.
2: yeah it's just like the cutest little plane. like you'll <laughs> <know, I> ever <remember. laughs> i was like oh that, that looked like it was soft
1: <laughs> <laughs> but and santana dude, I, and ortiz are they gonna this. come back which I thought Hell was a lot yeah. of fun, you know, on on the on the dynamite prior. Uh or Ortiz is looking like a stud, man. He must be on that. Well, repsports.com Rep Sports dot com supplements again, R. E. P. P. Sports dot com uh coupon code WrestleCast C A S T at checkout. Uh fifteen percent off. But Eddie Kingston, man, getting over in that, that Patrick Ewing jersey. Yeah. Uh you know, kinda <laughs> coming fun. out there. Uh, to the crowd, uh, but the big, uh, the big spot man Sue, making her comeback in a, a British uh, British van driving on. I don't know,
2: going. a, uh, a Yeah.
1: <laughs> Bringing out the cookie trays. It, it was it was,
2: it was, it was a fun match. It was what
1: you wanted, yeah. So
2: they're like Tony, Tony, what's going on? And they're like laughing. And when they're and laughing, so... I'm going, okay, what the fuck is, you know, yeah, exactly. Like, what are they going to do? And then you hear Shivani like, <laughs> like, he can't say it with a straight
0: face. And then he just goes, and so, like, God,
2: at that point, I was like, okay, I'm having so much fun watching this. Yeah. It's it's
1: the I, chaos. It's the creative chaos that we needed, especially after the first three matches that we won.
2: I, I mean, I would, I would four and three quarters, man. I loved it. I, I love LAX. I was a little confused why Ortiz... Why they were aligning? (laughs) I was a little confused as to why Ortiz looked like a side character from One Piece, the anime. You know, you know. (laughs) Um, But uh, he looked like a little midget farmer. But, man, I'll tell you what. As he's now going by Mike Santana... Wasn't, he's not just Ooh. Santana anymore. Mike Santana gets rid of the jeans. He's got pleathers. He's got kick pads with his name on them. He's, his chest is bulky. Yeah, oh, my yes. God. He looked like a million dollars. And if him and Ortiz really don't like each other, they are sure doing a, They sure did a damn good job of working together.
1: Uh, yes, they, Yeah. that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, they patched things up. And then you read twelve hours later, they still hate each other. I'm like, oh, yeah, and, and then
2: it's just guys, which
1: ties back to the ties back to the origin of the whole show. But where somebody else because, could be that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exa- exactly. Nick um, Jackson. Yeah, you 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 him the <laughs> fingers.
0: <laughs>
1: a lot um, of fingers in this matchup. A lot of blood. Uh, of course, one of the big spots: John Moxley getting uh, spiked. Uh, literally by a bunch of, uh, you know, essentially the same spot that was utilized in the uh, New Japan death match um, that we saw over the uh, July 4th, I want to say, right? Uh-huh. Um, with uh, Jun Kasai and, uh, yeah. Uh, Here's the difference. Just or
2: whoever it was, didn't take the damn wrap it. off, the, uh, off the, uh, the skewers.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Didn't take the wrapper off, so he sticks them in his head. They... Fall forward and they lift the forward. flap of skin because of all the weight. Uh, <laughs> I was like, bro, you gotta take that shit off, man. Not everyone yeah. has zero fear like you, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> zero. It's zero, disgusting. If
2: you you can pause it, you can see where the whole weight lifts the skin up off of my. Oh, uh,
1: I saw it when it leaned. I was like, I don't think that's supposed to happen. Why, yeah. Why are and you are notice just like knocks it off real quick. You, like knocks it off. Yep. Open? Yep. And, and then then he like, goes to one town. of them or two of them are still yeah. on, yeah, Ugh. <coughs> but orange cassidy doing his best Kumite, a blood sport uh he kind yeah. of dips his dips his hands into uh you know some glass essentially, gets the Superman punch over and uh, one two three best friends uh i I think uh Eddie Kingston randomly finally showed up to the ring and and bent to l zero. Mieto, which uh, two versions of Penta showed up? Which was yes, Penta,
2: Penta oroso or Osco or something? I thought that was the Give corniest me. shit
1: I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. By I was or... like, when did he have time to change? Like, I totally forgot that he was wheeled out, uh, you know, mid-match, and then you know he's almost botching a Canadian destroyer off the ladders. Which I'm like, didn't we learn from uh, the Minnesota kid? Uh, was it <laughs> Darius <laughs> Martin? Monte, Dante uh, Monty, Dante to not do this anymore? <laughs> no, nope.
2: I just like how he stands on the ladder and proves it's, it's completely classes. a shoot ladder because that thing yeah. cracks
0: in fucking ass. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. this match was just so fun. fun around. And it was, yeah. I, I was really excited that that not only Tr- uh, Chuck Taylor but Trent Ferreira, but Chuck Taylor especially. For all the stuff that he's put in with this company, what a nice little payoff. Hey, man, you get to work this 10-man. In front of. Do whatever yeah. the fuck you want to do in front of 81,000 people. Thanks for what you
1: did. For and being that, a glorified indie show that this was, let's be real, it was still cool to see their faces saying, like when they were walking to the back, like mm-hmm. you could see the amazement and like, look where we're at. Like we would perform in front of 100 people. And now we're in front of 81,000. Yeah. Good, good take. Like, that was good really take. cool. That was really, really cool. Uh, same thing with all of these guys. Again, you know, minus your, I mean, but Moxley, you know, your CZW, Claudio with your, you know, CZW, ROH. All of these guys, independent wrestlers at hearts, national yeah. stage over the last four years to them being on the biggest stage, like... It's that, that's going to be the, the greatest feeling and the biggest fu at the same time to all the naysayers. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy that Wheeler Yuta is still positioned as a
0: as a randomly, you know, <laughs> a
1: top fall guy in a weird way. Well, what's what's a perfect way to even say it with the Moxley
2: Cesaro thing is they had an opportunity to stay and they chose to leave and look what they're doing. They yeah. they bet on themselves, you know. They didn't yeah. they didn't get released and go. I'm going to come back and get. They chose to
1: go. They chose, yeah.
2: You know, it's just even more. I think more powerful and important. But, I mean, I and I love the fact that they didn't. You know, regal leaves and they get rid of this this faction.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I almost like the faction better now than when they were with regal because of this like oh. cutthroat. We're just going to kick the shit out of you town. I love it.
1: Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Would Danielson
2: can come back?
1: Oh, they gotta beat him out, right? They gotta turn. The, no, I think I don't think you'd need Danielson face, honestly. But that's.
2: Just, so, what do you think about the talk that uh, Nigel McGinnis kind of leaked, but didn't didn't, but did that if Danielson wasn't hurt, they wouldn't have wrestled on the show.
1: I mean. You got to get his name back out there to get people to to kind of care. I mean, especially people that are like, "Oh, Nigel McGuinness. I thought he was this guy or that guy in these two companies, and not you know the prominent Ring of Honor wrestler. You know that many people you know have many fond memories, or you know, or like you, you know who." who was an influence, you know, on your, your in-ring career.
0: Yeah. Um, him
1: leaking it, I mean, it's, it's your TMZ Hollywood thing. You know, why, why are paparazzi there? They're, they're told. Why are wrestling journalists getting, you know, these headlines and these clicks? It's because they're getting told. So, I mean, it's fine. It's, it's the nature of the business. It's the nature of the, you know, I need everything right now generation. So it's, it, it's whatever. Would, it think... Would it be something to be watched? Yeah. I think it would have been cool. It's your Shibata moment of the UK, you know, the guy had his brain removed as well. And, uh, it's, you know, something that, that I think people wanted to see, but maybe it's something, you know, you get a year and we're going to get all in London too, in 2024. Why not make that marquee matchup, build that for a few months and, and, and let's see where it melts.
2: So that's what I was going to say was, do you think that's the reason they had him go out there and cut the, you, you know, say the promo? It. Yeah. About everything.
1: Is because is he is he that big? I mean, obviously he's big, but like you know, state wise, he's. But is he like not the Carl Gotz? Is he like what the the Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart of the UK wrestling history, I, or is he on their Rushmore of European wrestlers? I don't. I don't think I would say
2: that much. Uh, say that, but when he came over and started doing American indies, aside from just the, you know, the UK indies, he was so over in ring of honor when he first started, I mean, he used to come to the ring with, with an iron. That was like his gimmick. And he would hit people with this iron and, you know, nobody's ever used an iron, but he was just always so good to me. He, he does Zack Saber Jr. with submissions better than Zack Saber. Oh,
1: I see. I didn't know he was a submission. And, and
2: he is. He's a very
1: hard-hitting
2: striker, but the way that he manipulate—if you watch a Nigel match, you will see a lot of Pete Dunn. joint manipulation, huh. strong style attacks. Nigel was just very, very. He could. He's where I got all my shit from. Like.
1: Yeah. Um, Once I haven't watched So is he Idol like a, a European Jericho? Is he like a European Funk? Where it's just someone, where people just say, "Okay, this guy has it. Let me tweak it," or you know, where where people respect no, his in-ring capabilities. It
2: was a lot of it was just the same. He just was. He was. would you think you know this European catches catch can, he was the epitome mm-hmm. of it. Like if he was the coding, okay. that was the game. Oh, he never he never fucked up. He never he he never botched. He do he all that shit. There's there's a match I was watching it. I was I I had to watch it about 15 times, and then I stole it. Literally two days later, when we were wrestling, um, he he was in a headlock, and the guy did something. I can't remember how he got around to get to it, and the guy got a hold of his him his back leg, and he's holding his leg up, and he drops onto his hands and does a handstand while the guy's holding his leg, his right leg, and he takes his left leg and he puts it behind his knee and pulls his knee and therefore pulling his opponent in, and now he gets rid of that left foot, foot from his knee and stands on it and puts the guy right, pulls the guy right into a headlock. And I watched this and I was like, what the fuck did he just do? And then when I figured it out, like I said, you a know, day or two later when we worked, I, I stole that immediately. And everyone's That's giving awesome. me the you know, they're like, Oh, what was that? And I was like, Oh, it's just this you know, this thing I picked up. But he he was that guy, but also just like Pete Dunne, he's very he throws he throws huge bomb lariats. He's European uppercuts, he strikes hard, but he's he's joint manipulation on top of the catch catches catch can chain. Like mm-hmm. I, I would love to watch some Nigel McGinnis with you and just pick your brain. Yeah, there's a match Honestly, for me. yeah. 2008, I think it was, where Gosiazaki is on his excursion, and he wrestles Nigel McGuinness for the ROH title.
1: Awesome. It rules. Awesome. Check that out. Um, what else? What else do we have left on the the PPV? Here? We have the AEW Tag Team Championship matchup, the third match of the. I mean. Who's the best tag team of this generation? Is it the Usos? Is it the Young Bucks? Is it Fuck the Revival? Is it FTR, your AEW World Tag Team Champions? A lot of people were worried the Bucks were gonna go over, myself included, into this matchup. I thought, uh, I have a family, Dax Harwood, when he realized, Okay, I'm gonna take my you know, gonna take the finishers and, and we're gonna lose this match. I was like, Wow, he's really even showing it on T V. And no, kick out after kick out after kick out. Wheeler's got a gun. We didn't even <laughs> talk about that craziness leading up, you know, to it. A, an arrest on my birthday, July 27th. Cash Wheeler was arrested in Orlando, Florida. But I thought was uh, Arn Anderson uh, pulling that Glock out, spilling his brains all over the concrete. Um, I... I the first match that they had of course, you know, during the pandemic, I, yeah. you know, it was very good. Uh the second match, you know, especially with them having, you know, lack of time, I believe it was like under 20 minutes on a Dynamite episode, very very good. This match on the one of the biggest stages and one of the biggest with one of the biggest crowds in wrestling history, very good. I just couldn't tell it was a little slow if and I think that's where I, I don't know what Tony Khan got wrong. Is Why is, are the talent flying in the day of the show?
0: Yeah, that's like that A lot is, of these wrestlers
1: that. seem jet-lagged. A lot of them seem tired. That's a long flight. That's a huge time difference. Do you watch Being difference. the Elite? I have not watched that in, in many years. So the newest Being the Elite, uh,
2: Matt Jackson's like, like through halfway, he's like, man, I have never been so jet-lagged in my entire life.
0: When they're in yeah. the and,
2: and Nick Jackson's like, "You got to fight through it, man, and give him the you know, finger," you know, he's trying to be funny, and, and yeah. that's like, "Yeah," he goes, "I, I'm still, I need some more sleep," like, the, like so they were genuinely, uh, you know, in a shoot show, yeah, you know, talking about it. So you're not
1: wrong at all. Yeah, it's they, this match for for sure. Even you know the Punk Joe match, which we know why Punk seemed a little bit slow. um, <laughs> and And even the the uh, the six man match, uh, the bang bang gang, and the uh, golden elite, it, it just everything, not everything, but it just these matches could it should have been five stars, but it just always seemed like they were like four and a half four three quarters, which isn't bad at all, you know, if you put yeah. it on that grade scale, but it's just like if they arrived like on a Thursday and had a few days to acclimate. And you're like, give these guys 32, well maybe not, 26 minutes of a match, and you're like, oh my god, best match ever, you know, like, but mm. it's just something I wanted more. But you know, of course, you know, midway through when stuff picked up, you're like, okay, this is what I want. It wasn't a little too much too late or a little, you know, whatever that adage is. A little, uh, anyways, um, I don't think it was that. It, it still worked. I loved how they didn't uh, you know, shake the hands of FTR at the end of the match after they win. I thought the Shatter Machine uh, to the Jackson brother, which I cannot think of who at the moment, uh, would uh, perfectly. Nick, Nick Jackson, um, thank you, thank you. Uh, and, and I thought this was great. This is a rivalry I think shouldn't end. Now they're teaming up at all in or at all out. Yeah. Oh, which so they did a good
2: in. job paying off that handshake for that. Agreed,
1: back agreed. Yeah, yes, I I thought that was a really good, you know, uh, showing on on Dynamite, you know, afterwards there. So I I think that's going to be a fun match that could build more into the lore of that. Um, And I think it's something that we need a a nice unity, if you will, but also to get that heat, uh, no pun intended, off of Cash (laughs) Wheeler. But I thought it was a a great tag match. Um, You know, was it something that... And maybe it's too much anticipation in my mind, Ryan, that I
2: have for you, match. Me To, to me, this was the, was the main event. event. I'll this tell you, was you the, the problem main event with, for me. with this match and their first two as to why you said it the way you did. And I gave this match a four and a half. I didn't go five, yeah. four and a half. I gave it less than the stadium stampede. Do you know why the Young Bucks versus Hangman and Omega was so great?
1: I mean... The crowd, the they knew each other, like
2: because we didn't have any course. expectation on that match. Yeah. Do you know why FTR versus the Young Bucks bomb every time we watch it?
1: Because we think uh, it should go this way or that away?
2: We, we think it should be Okada yeah. Omega.
0: Yeah. And it, and and
2: we put such a high pedestal on them because of how great these tag teams are that were never satisfied. Yeah. I I've watched I've watched uh I watched this whole pay per view twice now. And the second time watching the FTR Young Bucks match, I liked it more because I didn't have any kind of expectation. I was just watching like, oh my God, I forgot about these near falls. Oh my God, mm-hmm. I forgot about these falsies. You know, yada yada. Oh, the Cash Wheeler callback to how he lost because of the 450.
0: He's doing yeah, it again. Just oh yeah. no, like Night to
2: Okada. Um, they did double victory rolls as a double pin. Shades of Davy Boy and Bret Hart at Wembley, SummerSlam.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, there's so many things about it that I loved. And I didn't grade it high enough because it didn't pop me hard enough because I thought it was going to be the greatest match ever. That's what the problem is, I think, with those matches. It's like it's like Danielson Okada. We finally got it, and we were disappointed. Yeah. Even though, like, we probably both went four and three quarters. Disappointment, though. So, but yet, so, yeah. we have no idea what we're going to get at Hello Wembley. Progress seventy six when Walter Russell Tyler Bates only to have the greatest match of the year and you know something we may argue goes on the decade list.
1: Yeah, decade. Yeah.
2: You know what I mean? Because we didn't have that expectation going into it, and then we're going, "This is the greatest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life."
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: We 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 were so mad at people for not respecting that being match of the year, we stopped having open fan voting for the awards. It's true. That match made us tell everyone to fuck off. We're going to do it ourselves. But we had
1: had expectations for uh, FTR and the Briscoes. And I would say with each match... But
2: that was it's that. Just,
1: they told different rope. stories and, and they just seemed like they got better within their own unique style of of those matches, of each and, match.
2: And I'll see that's one of those things where just the aspect of adding that bull rope, especially on the third match, but how where where yes, FTR in the Bucks, you know, greatest things ever. As much as people want to really talk about ROH being what what it is and what it's not. The Briscoes have never been given the due that they have ever deserved. Because, mm-hmm. yes, I understand they're in the number three company or whatever, two or four, whatever the times are. It still never felt like a major company if you didn't understand the hurdles and hoops they jumped through to get to as far as that they've gotten.
0: That which dead. right yeah. now,
2: you know, they're doing great. People just never saw the Briscoes. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's just like why – one of the reasons I always say to you that Usos might be the, the number two tag team or three all-time, you know, from like 85 on when I made that list is because of the collection of tape and matches we have. You, only the Young Bucks can match that longevity as a tag team.
0: Yeah. But
2: the Briscoes, you just didn't have an opportunity to see it all. And I think with FTR being so Midnight Express, Rock and Roll Express – Southern wrestling style of booking with the bris or with the Briscoes being able to throw those you know hardcore style matches to counteract it. I think it's mm-hmm. you took two two bad things you know opposite attract type things and just put four amazing minds together and that's why that happened.
0: Yeah, and that's
2: nothing on the Young Bucks because I still think they're the greatest tag team of all time. Just sometimes, you know, if you have the right person, if you're a better mind in wrestling, like I think Jay Briscoe was than both bucks, it'll just attract some time the right way, you know? Like, I never thought I would have ever gone five stars on Tomohiro Ishii versus Tomoaki Honma. But for some <laughs> reason, those two guys in that never title match I always tell you to watch had the greatest yeah. chemistry I've ever fucking seen in my
0: life, you know?
2: <laughs> it just, it's, it worked. You know, Shibata doesn't always work with everybody, but when he's in there with, with Tomohiro Ishii, it just always works. It's just one of those things, but.
1: How do you think I this just, match was put together? Like, I, with with, you know, FTR being on, you know, the punk camp, and but they understand business like again there's that old school mm-hmm. approach to, like oh right let's just do this like i was surprised when this match was even announced i'm like wait what <laughs> like we're getting that i mean it was it made sense <laughs> because of the how big the event was going to be but you're just like huh it's like christmas and and like you said you know you open your gifts and there's always that one thing you wanted and you don't get it and you're like huh i got some cool stuff i've seen some cool spots you know seen some mm-hmm. near falls, but it just didn't, I mean, and again, it wasn't a bad match at all. It was just throwing back to what we saw in each of the other matches. Again, yeah. like the cash Wheeler, you know, flip was like, well, they did that in two matches. Like we know it's what they're not used to doing. It's their moniker, you know, no flips, just kicks, but you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, again, I, I, don't want to feel like I'm shitting on this match because this is a really, really good match. It's just I think a lot of factors played on to it on what it could have been, but I don't know. Maybe we need to go old school and throw him in a cage. Does it need to happen? No. Is it something that would be cool? Maybe, but... I don't know. I, I like this once every couple of years we see them match up, yeah. and I like how they're teaming up this Sunday. So
2: here's here's a weird hypothetical, and, and none of these, are none, I'm going to say probably 90% both of these are, are not true, but do you think one of these could be true is um, the reason the kingdom didn't get brought on to work the Bucks like they were supposed to at the show is because FTR had been trying to distance himself from Punk
0: Maybe. Or you they you realize, alluded hey, to it earlier.
1: Or, me- the or maybe they, they realize, it. maybe we're not on this show. Because, uh, you know, <laughs> known to not book FTR. And they're like, hey, let's uh, let's make some money.
0: <laughs>
1: and then cash know, is low. And then Kudos to them for keeping the match after Cash Wheeler's arrest is announced like four days before.
2: Yeah. But
1: yeah, I... I I
2: just I think that's an interesting take you had where you know, earlier we were talking the punk thing when you just got kind of like even MTR yeah. doesn't seem to want to be around him it just yeah sucks yeah. come on Ricky Rabies get your shit together
1: Sylvia <laughs> to watch that show ep-
2: episode six uh, this Friday after the summit oh on stars I always do summit then I go watch heels.
1: Stars with the Z <laughs> Um Speaking of Z but before a Z, the V trigger uh Jay White <laughs> saving Kanosuke Takeshida uh from receiving a V trigger to then Takeshida rolling up Kenny Omega for the win. Uh Callus family slash Bang Bang Gang uh getting the win over the Golden Elite. Ryan, let's be real. What is going on with Kota Ibushi? (laughs) I was going to say, I hope he doesn't talk about Kota
2: Ibushi because I watched this on Discord with Jordan, (laughs) and every time I brought up Kota Ibushi, he's like,
0: like, no, no, it's fine.
2: Shut your mouth. It's fine. It's fine.
1: (laughs) What's that? No, I said I, I feel bad for Jordan watching Obushi oh, in the state the last yeah. in 2023. What
2: when, when he did like that one kicking him out and tripped? I was like, oh,
1: he's like, oh. no, no, look
2: that kick, that kick has snapped, the kick. Has... I was like, bro, you're de- you're you're defending him harder than Alex Punk. defends like, Punk. Defends no, yeah, no. yeah, Punk, yeah,
0: yeah. He's like, no, 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 it's good, it's
2: good, it's fine, it's okay. And, and then like, Ob- Obushi slipped on the.
1: On the fucking uh, dueling blade. Were we, we both messaged you, yeah, I was like, Oh my <laughs> yeah. god, did we
0: just see this? Yeah,
2: yeah. well Jordan's like, Oh it's okay, he saved himself been a rope or a rope handle like he said keep making it work. Uh, and bless
0: like, your heart, oh. Jordan.
1: Bless your heart. Uh, I was like, does he need to hang it up? Does he need to go on a uh, bushy retreat somewhere? I don't
2: understand how you don't wrestle for eighteen months and you own a wrestling ring that you in your home probably.
1: And well, it's an eight-sided ring. Come on.
2: <laughs> but how is he not in shape?
1: I don't know. He has.
2: This is so mean. God, I apologize. But he has the biggest like throat skin gullet thing I've ever seen in my life.
1: <laughs> he I'm looks like, like what? a filter. <laughs>
2: When, and like what? Now he he nailed the moon salt that looked cool, but every yeah. time he would do something, he either sold weird or he struck weird, or he he bumped. There's that one he did some bump, and it was like.
1: Or he jumped in a bed full of thumbtacks. Oh,
0: wrong <laughs> That's Wrong man!
2: Although Takashina fucking murdered him that
0: Yeah. Oh.
1: Oh. Is, T- is Takeshi is uh, top ten of twenty twenty-three?
2: Yes. He's gotta be man. He he officially Is Shun Skywalker over.
1: above him on that list.
2: Oh, you that's a fucking hard you can't ask me that right now. Oh Could get Takeshi or Shun Skywalker.
1: The only difference is Skywalker. Shun Skywalker. Is a Skywalker. Champ.
2: Go to
1: yeah. Skywalker.
2: Okay, okay. That was hard.
1: But yeah, like you said, it's good to see this exposure. It's good that he did that indie run in 2022 when he was like, I'm in America now. Then he would tweet, I am in a apartment with no heat or electricity <laughs> or this. I'm going to sleep now. And you're like, oh, my God, this poor
0: dude. And
1: you realize he loves this sport so much and to be thrusted in and – just getting the admiration of the American fans, like I said, doing doing the tours, doing what people respect and like, and, and for him to be out there with the crowds, and, and yeah, just killing it as a heel um, in AEW. Don Callis, is he needed? Maybe not, but it's the mouthpiece, I, I think, that is that a good cool. genesis for the American oh. version of, of uh, I, Konosuke Takeshita.
2: I love how Takeshita is a is a minotaur, and Don Callis is riding him, yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: and that's their whole like Titantron. As it's just going,
1: Mom. <laughs> And I did like how they brought up the DDT roots of Omega Takeshina yeah. and Kota Ibushi. I, I really, yeah. really did like that. Yeah, I don't know
2: something about Bushi man. I, I wish him well.
1: Uh, I love yeah. when
2: fucking Hangman did a, 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 a buckshot lariat to the back of Takeshita's head. I was like,
0: damn, yeah. let's go. I was like, we're going
2: now, baby.
1: Jay yeah, White's Paige going. had the, I forgot he was in the match until, yeah, he had that three-minute sequence. He's like, all right, I'm out. We'll see, we'll see. I was like, oh, yeah, Hangman's in this. Jay White showed again, you know, not when
2: he's... When he's in a different element, he can still succeed do so well. Yeah. Um speaking of Juice, that Juice
1: Robinson, my God. I I wanna get I wanna get the exact date. Is he the MVP of twenty twenty three? Not the best wrestler, but just the overall like you see him in the ring, you see him backstage, you get him on the promos, on the socials. Like the guy just is it. Like rock hard and like they all have like double entendre nicknames, the bang bang gang. Like (laughs) it's just so perfect. Like what they're doing and Jay White, I think finally is in his element where at first, you know, a lot of people weren't used to his drawn out, you know, style in the ring or his, you know, or, or his mic work. But I think Juice Robinson is the perfect pairing for him because it's the yin and the yang of what they're doing as as their characters and ah, they balance each other up so well. And I hope they win tag team gold because again, they had one of the best tag team matches of the year. If not this, this short decade.
2: Um, so I'm going back the last match that juice Robinson had in the WWE. was it was Aaron Adrian Neville and Baron Corbin so Neville and Corbin were a tag team. And they defeated CJ sense. Parker and Mike Rollins. Yeah. Rollins D. Rick Wallace. Ross from, from oh, uh,
1: Minnesota Minnesota. Yep. Yeah,
2: that's why Moss is his last name. And this was at the twenty fifteen WrestleMania oh. Access Night Three. So he he leaves March twenty ninth, twenty fifteen. He shows up at something called FBW a week later, and then the next day shows up uh, at the CZW show as CJP uh, losing to Mike Bailey. So he immediately started working all these shows right after that. So he, he does this short run, and then September 4th of 2015 rolls around, and he goes to New Japan as a young boy and starts at the bottom. Every every night he's getting beat by Shibata. His first match in the company, Katsuyori, Shibata, Tiger Mask, and Togi Makame defeat Juice Robinson, Kota, Ibushi, and Tetsuya Naito. Which is funny, because wow. that's, that's old school wow. uh, Stardust, genius Naito. <laughs> but it's also funny that those that Ibushi and Naito
1: were on the losing Yeah, team. I was just thinking <laughs> that. I was like, wow, they, they would have one of the most greatest rivalries of that current era. Ne-
2: Next night, uh, Juice Robinson is a young boy tagging with Naito, losing to Shibata and Tiger Mask. The next night, Shibata and Taguchi Destruction Night Three defeat Juice and Naito. Liger and Shibata defeat Juice and Naito. Finally, Juice and Naito defeat Shibata and Mascara Dorada, who is Grand Metalik. Ironically, we <laughs> see them together. But anyway, mm-hmm. he goes and, and instead of just staying with a company with a cushy job, where he could have come just doing what he wanted to do. He, he leaves, goes in as a young boy. You know, 2015, he's doing that shit. You, you go forward to 20, 2019, I, I think it would be. Uh, 2019 Wrestle Kingdom.
0: He and then Cody? Is,
2: he is defeating Cody for the IWGP U.S. Heavyweight Championship at the fucking Dome.
0: Four and we years, loved
1: that match. You remember, mm-hmm. when we were like, "That was a really good match." Like Drew yeah, Robinson,
2: that was uh, uh, the I, I saw that live. Yeah. Um, and you you look at it, and it's it's literally less than four years later. The student took this opportunity, went for it. It paid off. Now he's winning titles at Wrestle Kingdom, and you advance four years later. And he's wrestling at the biggest show in the history of pro wrestling.
1: Like,
0: yeah.
2: kudos to him betting on himself like we talked about some other people earlier. And
1: getting admiration from everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody, like, I don't think anyone could say a bad thing about Drews Robinson. You can watch yeah. him and be a little annoyed at his, you know, whoa, like his turn it all the way up to 11 energy. But after yep. a few minutes, you're like, oh, no, I I, I what this guy's saying like i want more and more mm-hmm. um and and that's the believability of a joliet's own um juice robinson but also also having like a one of the biggest mark henry swerve retirements and then you know hey I'm part of yeah, he did. Now. oh yeah <laughs> like, good call you were shocked you were shocked sir no. Alex has
2: really told anybody who doesn't know how to hot, have a hot take this tonight. <pecar> he, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck
1: out of here. Tell your friends to listen to this show.
2: <laughs> hey, hey, anybody who says he doesn't have a hot take.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <funnel groovy> yeah, 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 yeah. I see teo- teo- Yeah, yeah, man. Man. <laughs> well, yeah,
1: who said that? Who said that? Doof? Was it doof? No,
2: I'm not saying anybody did. I'm just. I'm just Son talking. Son of a genuine. bitch! <laughs> Duke getting shots thrown at him. Wow! Oh, Duke, Duke Robinson. Robinson. Duke Robinson. Oh, it's even cooler! God, it's fucking meant got to a,
1: happen. What's uh, our next shirt. It's gonna be Duke Outline outlined. Duke Robinson.
2: Oh man, I wish they had a third the, put your face. The era, there.
1: the era of Fred Durst is over. So Duke <laughs> Robinson,
0: though.
2: <laughs> oh man. Would I be Jay Pale instead of Jay White?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I still, I still want to adapt the Kosei Fujita nickname that he was given by Zack Saber in um, TMDK, and that's the Ichiban Sweet Boy.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh boy, that's funny.
2: Um, so there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So Dave Meltzer, have we yep. done, did, did I go over this list with you? No, no. Dave Meltzer so far this year has eight matches that he has over five stars. Wow. Out of these eight matches, if you were to play three strikes, uh, uh, I'm curious how many you could get.
1: Five, over five stars, eight matches. Uh, Osprey Omega won.
2: Um, which which one?
1: Wrestle Kingdom.
2: Ah, uh, that is the number one match. Six, his only six and a quarter match. So you got number uh, one.
1: I- Osprey Omega Two. In that Urban is number door. three
2: at six stars. Number three, right
1: there. Uh, I am gonna have to say FTR and Bang Bang Gang, Robinson and Jay White on Collision, because that was one of the best tag matches I've ever seen in my life. It was Five and a quarter minutes. So that's yep. three I got. Um, yep, you got three. Let's see. Is he gonna go Okada Naito G1 Final?
2: Five and a quarter, that is on the list. Number five,
1: N- Naito Osprey semifinal G one, six stars. The number two match of the year. Wow. Okay, I have to rewatch that. I mean, Will Ospreay, kudos to, <laughs> yeah, kudos Ospreay to Naito for a... finishing that match. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what? So that's five. I have.
2: So you're missing number four. Number six and number eight.
1: Okay, number eight. Uh does he have any E matches? I wanna say there's a Mike Bailey match in there. Um Uh Fuck, what's gonna be my first strike? Um Just
2: so you know, uh, best of the Super Z a- did- oh go ahead.
1: I don't think he would have he would have gave Ospre, or not Osper. I don't think he would have given Okada White Wrestle Kingdom. I don't think he would have given that five stars.
2: Uh, that is your first strike.
1: Okay. And then I were we gonna, gonna say, say Battle of the Super Juniors?
2: Night uh day twelve Master Watto versus Teton. That was a five star match by Meltzer.
1: Really? Yeah, I'm
2: like, what the fuck? I gotta watch that now. I didn't watch that shit.
1: Um, God. Are they all AEW? Um, let's see.
2: Do you want a hint or no?
1: Yeah, I'll take a hint. You have
2: seen, I know for a fact, you have seen two of these last three matches.
1: Ooh. When was Walter and Sheamus? When was It was last year. Um,
2: With that, I can also can I tell I you I saw two of these matches and the one that I don't think you saw, I had no idea was a thing that, of what it is.
1: Okay. And then I have
2: one more clue for you if you get to if you own more strike. I have one more clue
1: then. I've seen two of these matches. I've seen two of these matches. Um, do, 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 do. Oh, is he going to go Reigns and Cody at Mania? That is strike number two. Wow. Um, I'm surprised he didn't give that. Uh, I don't know why I did that noise on, on live radio. Um, he gave the Sammy match five, the Gunther McIntyre-Sheamus match five.
2: Really? Otherwise, he gave the Rio Ripley-Charlotte a four and three quarters. Um, I wonder if I click on it. Were were they on night one or night two? They were night two.
1: Night two. Uh, For for dead air's sake, I'm going to go Rousey and and Baszler. Oh,
0: my God.
2: You mean for the worst match of the year?
1: Only by crowd. That
2: match was fucking terrible.
1: (laughs) MMA match, bro. (laughs)
0: It's <laughs> a beautiful story.
2: Um, he went four and a half on the Roman match with Cody. Did he? All right, so I will I will tell you uh, before your last strike, one of the two matches that I know you have seen, you watched with me.
1: Ooh, and I
2: I will say that we we didn't give it the same praise, meaning. We either w- were too tired, or we shouldn't have watched it yet. We should have uh, waited to watch. It.
1: Yeah, um, that might give one of them away. About. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what that is. Um, Meltzer has
2: never said this person's name aside from, oh, aside from that that one mince comment I played for you guys.
1: Well, I'm not sure then. Just tell me.
2: So, um, you missed from AEW Revolution, MJF, and Brian Danielson. Oh. He went five and three quarters on that. Okay. Um, number eight, the one that I have no idea, I didn't know this was a thing, but I do need to watch it now. Uh, New Japan Road to Sakura Genesis Day 2 from April 2nd of 2023, which is a, it's the same day as WrestleMania. Shingo versus Hanare. Wow. Where'd
1: five he go, five and, and three, what?
2: Five and a quarter. Wow. Um, and then finally. Good job, Aaron. This match happened on the same day as the FTR Bang Bang Gang 5 and a quarter match. So you can argue this might be the best day in wrestling history because two matches from two different companies got uh
0: uh
2: different 5 and a quarter stars, which is like the record type shit. But from the Noah One Night Dream, Katsueki Nakajima and Kento Miyahara, 5 and a
0: quarter.
1: Wow. That was the match that we should have. Uh... Wow.
2: So being we're marks, did we yeah. wait too long to watch it? Should we have given it a rewatch? Or is it the same thing as FTR bucks?
1: I think it's all of the above, honestly.
2: Because I think I went four and three quarters. Or I don't. I don't even know if I gave it five. But I can tell you, it makes you want to go back. And I remember, watch it yeah,
1: I remember we were all like, huh, all right. <laughs> um, fuck, that's a good take. I think you're right. We, we definitely should go back and kind of see it. So, Yeah, I think before we get
2: real, real deep into award time, we we got to go give that match more than it deserved. Because what if we both come back and go, oh, God, shit, that was just, that's the number three match behind the two Omega Ospreys. <laughs> Whoops, we fucked up. Sorry. You know.
1: Yes. No, Sunday for sure. I, I think I you're right. Have. Um. Did you want to go
2: over the the all-out card?
1: Yeah, let's see. CM Punk defeats Samoa Joe in a match <laughs> with Pepsi Plunge. Oh, I forgot and, uh, about that man. Right.
0: Shit. That was not his like accent. Mussolini.
1: No, I, that I was, get it. Uh, that was FTR, <laughs> FTR Hook reclaims the FTW championship from uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry.
0: Oh shit! Uh,
1: before he's bleeding. causing all that heat, um, <laughs> and then Aussie Open loses the ROH World Tag Team Championship after we were Aussie, all Aussie, excited Aussie. that they were ROH champions. <laughs> Uh, to MGF and Adam Cole, Kangaroo <laughs> Kick, Double Clothesline. Fun opener to a very, very fun history, historical show. Uh, fuck you, Jack Perry. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Uh, <laughs> I mean, for funny. ruining, Kids,
1: it's for ruining the night. Cry me, Cry me a river. Cry me a river. Cry me a river. Oh, that jerked <laughs> off.
2: Oh shit! Bobby Fish it was, was like, in. Bobby Fish goes, I've never seen somebody who can't kick anyone's ass trying to be such a bully. I was like,
1: damn, man. Is is that why like when Punk and Kingston did their gimmick like their their promos like when Kingston would like say real shit like Punk was like, okay, this guy could probably kick my ass like I'm not gonna go too <laughs> deep. Where like when Danielson told him like the straight shit and they, you know, he was all like, all right, Danielson can kick my ass.
2: (laughs) I mean, I would hope not, but I mean, Eddie Kingston scares the shit out of me.
1: Because he's he's crazy. He's like the more tame, uh, what's his name? Teddy Hart.
0: I swear, for like 12 years, I got him confused.
1: For twelve years, I got those two confused. I thought one was the other. Oh, you um, Eddie also, Kingston Baller, was
0: Teddy Hart.
1: Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought Teddy Hart was Eddie Kingston, and Eddie Kingston was Teddy Hart.
2: Eddie Kingston like
1: that much? That many cats? Like, These guys are crazy. Why do they like felines so much? Um, <laughs> no, MJF. I mean, honestly, MVP, one of the best wrestlers of the year. Isn't that the he wrestler has to of the be up year? Top. Um, just carrying this company and and just putting it in all the work, in, in all the facets. And that's the thing, Ryan. The war of 2024, the bidding war, that's going to be a real thing now. They know what this guy can do with ratings, with YouTube clicks, with social media posts. Yeah, he's going to be tamed down, but guess who's over in in Connecticut, New York, who's on the East Coast?
2: His buddy, his boy, mentor,
1: Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like I said, Con.
2: the most watched collision that they've ever had by over a hundred thousand viewers had yeah. Jeff in it. Yeah, it's, he's got it. Let me uh, quick, quick. Uh, Rip uh, Tyrus had to retire as he lost at oh, NWA God. seventy-five Night Two to EC three. Best thing I, uh, he's ever done. <laughs> I want to. Watch night one and two of NWA seventy five because it's on our Fight Plus subscription, but there's like twenty seven matches between the two nights, and I don't know if I can do it.
1: Gross, no.
2: So
1: I was thinking I'll maybe do a
2: a Twitch watch along where Twitch can follow or help me get through it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, let me know
1: and I'll I'll jump on because holy shit, that's too many matches. But we definitely got to watch that GCW show from Chicago
0: because let me uh... let me throw
2: um let me throw a couple other people at you with the whole uh, M- uh mvp mjf thing yeah this is this is a weird one because of 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 the situation uh how it, it just happened out of nowhere but it's started to kind of weirdly work and it we, we still always are just confused when we talk about it, but it is
1: Jake Lee. Yeah. You're not wrong. He's he's winning. He's still champion, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Evan, I mean, I, I, he finally figured it out. I And I don't know if it's the high definition cameras. I think it's also when he was told, hopefully, because I did it through osmosis, like, never shave your face again, <laughs> uh, he he just has and and I think the faction is so silly with the name that it just works because you know they are what four good looking guys or what, what's their gimmick now but
2: yeah. uh, no, the GLG because Tadas is fucking idiot. No, <laughs> Sorry. Tata's game. no.
1: so I, I yeah you're top ten top fifteen for for sure if not you know kind of on the outs there so. Um,
2: th- this one this one. if you don't have an answer for I won't take it as, as any sort of disrespect, I'll just take it as I probably shouldn't have asked because you don't know anything about the brand, but uh, what about I Am Him Mr. Carmelo Hayes
1: ooh uh, I mean he beats Brown Breaker for the NXT title, uh, apparently him and Wes Lee had a, a pretty good matchup uh, over on yep. the Heat Wave yep. uh, him and uh, Whoop That Trick, uh, you know, are kind of splitting apart there so maybe Trick Williams can you know I've always been a Carmelo Hayes fan I mean I I you know sadly have not why watch, I watched two of his matches this year but um, NXT you know, is not
2: must watch that's kind of why I was like
1: mm, it's yeah. you know what I mean but like, he has that character to make it a must watch I would say it, it's just something I, I, I agree with that it, you know it, it's something where I hope he's not watered down when he gets to the main product, but I like how they have him still crafting who he wants to be or who he's going to be at least at this time. Because the guy has got to be, what, early 20s, still mid-20s. So, I mean, definitely a lot of time to mold him. But I've never been bored watching a segment or a match with Mm -hmm. him.
2: His his, uh, advantage, too, was he used to wrestle as um, Christian Casanova on the indies. So he's been, he's, he, he's uh 29. He's turned 30 this year. Oh, but he's okay. he's been doing Indies since like 2014. Um, he was a East coast guy. Yeah. He's a Massachusetts guy. So where my buddy Miko is, but yeah, he was uh Christian Casanova and he was the guy that they signed. They changed gimmicks, cut them off TV and just kind of taught him the WWE way. And you know, I was I, Oh, hey, on, it's Christian Casanova. You know, just recognizing him from, just watching random bullshit that I watched and I was really impressed with how well he adapted to the style.
1: Yeah. What do you think about um, what did you think of him and Ilya?
2: Really good. Really good. I I always have a, a spotsaw for Ilya Dragonov, but I I think if you're gonna do this Carmelo Hayes thing and you know being he's not even thirty, you don't have to rush it I think he should have a really long title run, and he needs to beat a lot of big guys. He needs to beat a lot of people that aren't on the same like height, stature, like Cruiserweight-style guys. He needs to beat big, heavy guys because when he goes to the main roster, if he doesn't have that reputation to be able to 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 beat anybody, I don't think he's going to get over. I think people
0: aren't –
2: you know, he'll turn out to be, you know –
1: you gotta exactly. keep making him feel special like they are on NXT. Yeah,
2: exactly. There you go. Because they make him
1: see they make him must see, for sure.
2: hmm And I'm not saying they have to like have him get banana peel wins, but you know, mm-hmm. let him be the badass that he is where he's just strong enough and quick enough with, with what he does that it's believable.
0: Yeah.
2: Um
1: one hundred I had
2: uh two other real fast rapid fires with five minutes left. If he is able to hang on to the title for the rest of the year, uh, going through whoever wins there, the Royal Road Tournament, and um, if you get some free time so you can check out a little bit of, uh, of the work. Um, and I need to watch a couple of it, too. But his name just pops up because it's somebody that we always had talked about, and we've just slacked off on this promotion, so it's both of our fault. But what about Yumao Yagi? If he can hang this thing up year. Uh...
1: I mean, when you beat two of the best wrestlers in your company, back-to-back nights, or not even in your – one of them wasn't even in your own company. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I just – I don't want to be ignorant just because I haven't seen a bigger sample size than Same. four matches. Same.
2: Mm-hmm. It's it's one of those things where I look at it as we, we both advocated so much for him. And then like yeah. you mentioned, you know, Tokyo Dome, Last Love with uh, Keno, Nakajima, and uh, Manabu Soya. And then as far as all together, we you know, when he's with Okada and Keno, yeah. he's been put, they've, they've put him in the big spot as the number two to Kento in that company. I don't think he's ever been perceived that way before. And I think his title reign with him getting dominant reigns is showing that he is perceivable to be the number two guy. And I think if, if Kento wins this tournament and he actually goes through and beats Kento, I think we're talking top five, top ten now for Yumeo Yagi.
0: Oh. Just going to be a
2: matter of what happens with it. Uh, but the yeah. last guy before we cut out here is a man that we talk about every time we're not hyped for, and then the shows happen, and it's the best shit on earth. Uh, Ring of Honor, world champion Claudio Castagnoli.
1: Um, I was thinking about that a little earlier. I was like, this this title reign has been really good. I like the story, the prolonged story with him and Kingston, uh, going back to last night's Dynamite where he doesn't even pay Kingston any mind and just walks past him without looking at him
0: <laughs> as Eddie's
1: yelling, "Fight me, fight me!" Uh, I mean, when that that big payoff when you know when Kingston, I mean, maybe he doesn't ever win the ROH championship. Uh, but if he does, man, that, that place is going to go nuts. But maybe you keep it going where Claudio is the better specimen and the better wrestler, um, and he will never be beat. Um, I didn't see the last pay-per-view. I know you guys did the the Discord and whatnot, but um, yeah, him but bad. every match. And him and the Blackpool Combat Club, he's, he, he's not the leader, because obviously that's Moxley, but he's like 1A or 1B or whatever you want to say it. Because he's he's the heater. He's your guy that's going to beat your ass. He's the guy that can talk on the ring. He's the guy that looks like a champion. Uh, and finally is presented like a champion. He's not wrestling every week. He's with his faction. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, teaming up. He's he's mentoring, you know, your, your Wheeler Utah's. And, you know, hopefully your Santana Ortiz. You know, he has that, you know, camaraderie thing. And, and he's just... wrestler you know and i think that's great he's not your swiss superman he's the guy that's going to give you a fucking levitating european uppercut and you're just be gonna be in awe like you were at the stadium stampede i forgot who he gave it to but he like lifted him up threw him up and he was the he was suspended in midair and then just the biggest european
2: oh darby was it darby I'm pretty, pretty no, not, or not or 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 Orange, orange yeah, 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 Orange Cassidy Because um, <laughs> it was when so yeah, he had his I'm hand in the a, kumite, uh
1: glass. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, you're you're not wrong. I mean, I'm definitely going to be uh, jotting down some names this weekend because uh, you got me intrigued to, to tweak my list so far, especially after all in, uh, all out. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, headline by uh, John Moxley and Orange Cassidy For the International mm-hmm. Championship uh, You get Shane Taylor challenging Samoa Joe After he won that ROH tournament That's going to uh, That's going to be, be pretty damn good um, And then you also have, like we said FTR and the Young Bucks teaming up To go against the Bang Bang Gang Bang Bang Gang uh, The Gun Bung- Bung Brothers Gun Brothers and Gun uh, uh, Jay White and Juice Robinson, of course. Uh, Better Than You, Bay Bay, will be, like uh, Ryan said, spoiler alert, taking on The Dark Order for the ROH World Tag Team Championships. Uh, Eddie Kingston and Katsuyori Shibata, Ryan, will be taking on uh, BCC members Claudio Castagnoli and Wheeler Utah, which is pretty yeah. dope. Uh, Statlander will defend her TBS Championship against Ruby Soho. Yeah, yeah, uh, Luchasaurus yeah, will lose his title to the TNT a champion. <laughs> uh, Darby <laughs> Allen Uh Orange Cassidy again, Moxley for the international championship. Kenny Omega taking on Kanusaka or Kanusuke Takashita. Uh, my main event though. I hope this match. You give him fifteen twenty minutes. Miro powerhouse Hobbs. Yes, make this be great. This should be really fucking good. Like if that's not your main event, no. But it definitely will probably be Kenny Omega and Takeshida, right? Or the international title. I don't know. We'll find out. United Center, Chicago, Illinois, no CM Punk. Will the crowd yeah. hijacked the show. They didn't They didn't hijack Dynamite. Uh, speaking of hijack, Ryan, my mind was hijacked when I was on the uh, New Japan website, and I saw there was a random Wrestle Kingdom, uh, and I saw it was Kano and Tetsuya Naito, and then Shingo and Nakajima. I'm like, when did I miss this? What year was this? What happened? I had a minor panic attack. I had a No, it was this year, this year.
2: This year, was the three Wrestle Kingdom night?
1: Yeah. January 21st, 2023. I literally lost my mind. Because remember, this was a pay-per-view. We had to buy oh, it. shit. And we yeah, did this it. Was, and now we can right.
2: watch it. That is right. This was the, when they did the Wrestle Kingdom in like Yokohama or whatever.
1: Yep, yep. Yokohama uh. Arena. So we definitely have some good homework. It feels good to be back. We'll bring in uh, some all-out results. We will talk about uh, what Punk did this week, uh, next week. Uh, and then uh, twitch.tv forward slash Wrestlecast Radio. Every Friday night, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time, Pro Wrestling Summit. Don't forget your repsports.com, coupon code Wrestlecast, C-A-S-T. Again, repsports, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. To, for all your fall... Fuel needs. I gotta go to bed. I'm tired. Thanks, Ryan.
0: <laughs> ninety been minutes, fun.
1: baby. <laughs> ninety minutes. That's a two hours, maybe, but ninety minutes. <laughs> ah, it'll never happen. It's been wonderful. It could wonderful. have
2: happened. It's been fantastic. Love you, be I'll do it again. Well,
1: yeah. Not in two months, though.
2: <laughs> we'll do it in like a week.
1: There we go. There we go. Peace.
0: <laughs> Rest Russ- Ha 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 ha!